Ernest, what's up? Look, in the world of personal finance management, finding the right tool is crucial. If you've been relying on Mint to keep your personal finances in check, I got a mix of news for you. Mint is closing down. But here's a silver lining. Monarch Money is stepping up as the go-to financial app and users, including myself, are making the switch with a smile. Before Monarch, juggling my finances felt like navigating a stormy sea. Other apps either lacked features or were too cumbersome. Then came Monarch Money. Its ease of use, powerful features, and sleek design turned financial management from a chore into a breeze. The constant updates, well, that's the cherry on top. But what truly set it apart for me was its collaboration feature. Money matters constrain relationships, but Monarch brings peace to the table. The app's collaboration tools allowed my partner and I to seamlessly manage our finances together. We aligned on our budgets, tracked our cash flow, and even planned our future goals all in one place. Speaking of goals, be it saving for a down payment, your dream vacation, or your children's education, Monarch simplifies it all. It's no wonder the Wall Street Journal hailed it as the best budgeting app. This isn't just an app. It's the next generation of personal finance management, ad-free, intuitive, and always evolving with you in mind. Now look, Monarch isn't just another app. It's the all-in-one solution. From effortlessly importing your data from Mint to customizing your dashboard to your heart's content, Monarch respects your privacy with a strict no-ads, no-data-selling policy. This is financial management as it should be, focused on you. Look, after trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's a top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash Mondays. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash Mondays for your extended 30-day free trial. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. Been imitated, never duplicated. Market Mondays. No, it's not, you know. It's in the building, in the flesh. Ian um, Dunlap is in the building. Has to make it look glorious. Stop <laughs> <Yeah, yeah, yeah. laughs> yeah. playing. Very rare moment, man. This is something that we haven't done in a long time. Actually, yeah. I was in Africa for two weeks. So oh, that's that's a fact. Just to actually be here in person, live, is a good feeling. Yeah. Um, because you know we was working off of that six hour, seven hour time difference, so that was really you know different. My us. bad, I called y'all panic last. Oh, night. Man, I was panic. Y'all hear me? Like it was four o'clock in the morning. Like, man, what's going on? Like, we good? What was in the comments? Yeah. I thought it, I thought it was a nightmare. I said, yeah. no, you can't be called me at three in the morning. Work. Yeah, yeah. Boy. We back stateside. We back. And um, not only are we back stateside, but yes, we have the good brother Ian in the flesh with us. So. No, anytime that we get to do an episode together, it's always a you know special, magical moment. So, welcome to New York, man. It's cold. It's cold as hell. <laughs> <laughs> you came with no jacket. It's seventy <laughs> degrees in Houston. I'm like, 
I'm not built for this. I know everybody like, yo, you from the Midwest? That left me a long time ago. Yo, he knocked on the door. He was like, I'm downstairs. I'm like, you ain't got no coat, man. It's cold in New York, man. Cold in New York, dog. Chains on. That's a fact, man. So let's get into this. Let's make some announcements first and foremost. Um, <laughs> yes, if you, you know that's if you saw our, our announcement on Instagram, shout out to the Breakfast Club. We went up there today yeah. as a collective. Uh, the Market Mondays crew went up to the Breakfast Club and uh, special episode. legendary episode. If I do say so myself, yeah. so. Uh, shout out to Angelique Charman. They were there today and uh, we had a dope conversation. So that comes out tomorrow morning. Audio will probably be out around, audio will probably be out around seven o'clock on radio. Hey earners, did you know that the black community has $2.7 trillion of spending power? Are you ready to see what you can do when you combine and recirculate our resources to expand the pool of black excellence? I know I'm ready. And that's why we've partnered with Greenwood, the in-demand black owned digital banking platform. Greenwood's namesake was founded in 1906, built from the brilliance of black dreamers looking to create a self-sufficient community in the Greenwood district of Tulsa, Oklahoma, a.k.a. Black Wall Street. Today, Greenwood is a digital banking platform with the mission to strengthen the black dollar using the same community reinvestment strategies of the original Greenwood district. And it's powered by a best-in-class mobile app that allows you to bank from anywhere. So, earners. If you're ready to build a new legacy of black economic achievement, go to bankgreenwood.com slash EYL and sign up to be a part of the new Greenwood community. That's bankgreenwood.com slash EYL. Don't wait. Don't hesitate. Head over there now. And the YouTube will probably be out around 8 o'clock in the morning, Eastern Standard Time. So we need all you guys to run the numbers up Absolutely. on that. Go on, um, run it up. Run it up. Watch, run it up. Watch the YouTube as soon as it comes out. Share it. Like, comment, I mean, like crazy. Um, and obviously we'll be posting throughout the day on our social media handles. But um, yes, yes, yes. It's going to be one of the episodes. Yeah, but we should do three million. I think it's going to be one of those ones, man. You know, you know, after you do it, after you do like an episode, like we've done this plenty of times. We'll, we'll do an episode and be like, yo, we got one. Yeah. Like when we left it today, I was like, and the people who put the best comments on YouTube, be looking out. Cash app's gonna be flying. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> Get to it tomorrow. So yeah, man. YouTube tomorrow. And um definitely check out the radio, check out the YouTube. Breakfast Club. Breakfast Club. We are on Breakfast Club tomorrow morning. So check us out. And um, of course, you know, the legendary Apollo Theater is fastly approaching, 10 days away, 11 days away. So Apollo is, is almost sold out. I believe there's like 12 tickets left. Um, so what we, we told y'all we're going to sell out the Apollo and that's an amazing accomplishment mm -hmm. for, you know, financial literacy to be able to, you know, sell out the Apollo theater on Black Friday. Um, it's going to be a magical moment in New York City, something that, you know, it's just really hard to explain. So I'm very excited about it. Troy's very excited. Ian's very excited. Um, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hit that red button. What? Because you see that red button is lit up? They both of those are Yeah. The other one. Yep, yep, yep. Better now? Yeah. I think somebody said, like, our sound don't sound like it. It's not like we're old. I want to make sure we're good. All right, bro. We back. We good? We good? Two, we good? I'm looking in the comments. We got you. Mic check one, two. How do I sound? How do I sound? They said we sound good. Ernest saying we sound good. All right, all right, all right. So the Apollo, there's twelve, there's twelve tickets left for the Apollo. So 
Um, don't play yourself. It's going to be a magical moment. It will mm-hmm. sell out 100% chance of selling out. And unfortunately, you know, it's not like it's an open space venue where we could just add more chairs. Once it's sold out, it's sold out. Right. It's, it's a theater. So we, there's no way we can actually add more seating. So if you're interested, go to marketmondays.com, get your tickets. And there are still some tickets left for the Saturday workshop. So um, if you're not able to make the Apollo, once the Apollo sells out, you should come to the Saturday workshop anyway. But Saturday workshop, make sure you make that. I'm telling you, the Apollo's going to sell out. I'm telling you that. Yes. And for those of you who join it because of Sniper, you'll get um, access to it the Monday after the show. So not tonight. Don't message Janet, me. <laughs> the Monday after the event, you'll get in and then uh, you, you yeah, guys will get in. Even telling the hall, like the hall reunion that we have on the stage. Yeah, well, for um, sure. For sure, we're going to have Dipset in the building. Shout out to my guy, Jim Jones. Shout out to Santana. They're going to be performing. Um, you know, you never know what happened. You, might, you never know what might happen. We got a little phone call, Styles P. Couple of shows, we have a little going on. So you guys are getting the show show. Yeah. Now how we do yeah. entertainment, you know, investment advice, and you know we coming with that drip. Oh yeah, that's first. <laughs> First and foremost, drip report will be in the building. So you know we're coming with that. I'm telling you guys, like I said, I think it's 12 tickets left. So um go to marketmondays.com right now, get your tickets for the Apollo, and then Saturday, get your tickets for that because that's gonna be a legendary situation as well. So um yes, make sure you, you get it. Don't play yourself. Check us out on the Breakfast Club tomorrow morning. Um amazing, amazing interview if I do say so myself. Mm-hmm. So run the numbers up on YouTube, run the numbers up on audio, and let's get it. And um, real quick, before we start, I just want to make some announcement. Earn your leisure. We got a dope episode tomorrow with my guy, TJ, the millionaire mentor. Mm-hmm. Um, if you've been watching Earn, um, Market Mondays, you know that we mentioned that we went to his house, and it's probably the best house that I've ever seen in my life. So <laughs> we had a double back, and we did an interview in his house mm-hmm. in L.A., and we talked about him selling his business for you know, multi-million, eight figures selling, selling the business um, and the process of that, mm-hmm. um, starting businesses, selling businesses, running, um, you know, actually being an angel investor, mm-hmm. um, investing in, in companies, what he's looked for when he invests in companies. That's um, special. Yeah, content yeah. creation. Yeah. It's it's real, real high-level yeah. conversation. So um, make sure you check that out tomorrow, 8 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. And then shout out to our Revolt family. Tonight at 9 o'clock, it comes on TV. And then Thursday at 3 o'clock, it comes on YouTube, which is the Soldier Boy. Big Draco. Yes, episode two, Assets Over Liabilities. Shout out to everybody that watched episode one. Mm-hmm. Soldier Boy has something to say. <laughs> it's perfect timing. I'm telling you, it's legendary content. Yeah. Do not take him as a joke. Yeah, now nah, Big Drake will go and stand out um, on this episode, man. We got to watch the preliminary version of it, and I was just like, I was in awe of it, just being watching it, but actually being there and realizing this kid, not even kid, this young man's genius. Mm-hmm. We got to watch him from a 16-year-old to now being 31 years old. That's crazy. He's 31 years old, so like we've grown with him, and he's going to display his genius. It's, it's on full display um tonight so was it tonight at nine tonight at nine o'clock on tv and three o'clock, three o'clock on thursday on youtube, on YouTube. so yeah. i'm telling you that episode is classic big drink, telling man. you that so make sure you check that out for sure, yeah. for and, sure. yo and shout out to our revolt team uh all three of us were at the revolt summit mm-hmm. this weekend had an amazing time we got to chop it up a chance to wrap it that was incredible mm-hmm. We got to network with a lot of people, a lot of your favorite artists. Shout out to Ricky Jose. Yeah, um, yeah it, it, it was an incredible weekend. 
Ian got to take the stage with our, yeah. our, our fellow alumni, uh, Derek Ferguson. That was absolutely deep. It's amazing. And Waka Faka playing. And Ross Mack. And, and that's to tie with the soldier thing. Like, don't judge a book by its cover. I, I want to tell the guy business, but if you saw what Walker had in his wallet <laughs> in terms of crypto, oh, baby, it's a reason he hasn't been rapping in many years. And arguably, you guys know I don't put on any show for South for anybody. Arguably one of the best investors I, I, I ever seen. Hands down. Well, I believe that. Yeah. Shout out to Flocker. Shout out to Flocker. Yeah. That's a fact. Yes. And the Apollo you, Sniper Program. The, right? Red Panda Sniper you Program. You get into the Red Panda Sniper Program, which yes. is trains you. It's like futures training, right? See, yep. It's future if I made you money from futures and sniper, uh, uh, team, put yes in chat. Yeah. That alone, because if it was me, you know that price would be different. Yeah. <laughs> so take yeah. advantage of it. I'm, I'm happy for you guys. For those you missed out before, or if you lost access because you didn't get in, and do the work now, you get a chance to redeem yourself and get ready for 2022 and hit some of these big games. And kudos to you that have been hitting the Holy Trinity target from uh, Invest that we put on the show. That's, right. a, that's a fact. Yeah. Oh, shout out to Josephine, shout out to Josephine. Oh, oh Josephine's <laughs> Josephine's will never be the Yo. same. Yeah, they said <laughs> it looked like Michi was home, man. Shout out to Aristotle Investments, mm-hmm. shout out to Wall Street Trapper, shout mm-hmm. out to Neo, shout out to him, 500. Um, we were in. Joseph, we had a party in Josephine Lounge in Atlanta. I don't know how y'all. He ain't wake up. Yeah. <laughs> he ain't wake I'm up because you went, went the hotel went to sleep. Y'all going crazy in there. Yeah. Bottle wars. We'll talk about that yeah. in the end of the episode. But um, <laughs> Atlanta, it was a top. I, was I heard that it was a top five moment in Atlanta club history, which says it's saying a lot. lot. Saying a lot. That's man. a lot. It's procedures. Saying yeah. a lot. So yes. All right. Let's let's get into this. Please, uh, well, before I start, Ian, you got anything you want to talk about? Uh, Red Panda members, uh, I've been Telegram tonight, dropping some extra gems so we can celebrate, and then we'll do a short stock club uh, called Message After and run those numbers up. Love y'all. All All right. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Real quick, uh, you know how this goes, man. This episode is brought to you by iLive Financial. It's a leading digital financial service company with passionate customer service and innovative financial solutions. They are relentlessly focused on doing it right and being a trusted financial service provider to both customers and communities. Get with Ally to make the most of your money so you can save, invest, and spend on the things that matter to you. Shout out to the Ally family. Absolutely. Please stay tuned. We have something very special plan with the ally family shout out to the united masses family we got something very special that we are going to announce shortly shortly <laughs> don't say nothing yet oh, baby um yeah so shout out to the, to the team and uh the good folks at ally we ran into to them over the weekend as well shout out to erica and uh the entire team over there shout out to at&t too we met uh some of the execs um from the, from their their uh, organization and uh, shout out to all the earners shout out to all the earners that pulled up on us and shout out to all the earners who just came from orientation. Welcome to the family. Uh, shout out to Janet, who just had orientation prior to us uh, doing Market Mondays. And it's always exciting to see new people come in uh, because they come with so much enthusiasm and they have something to bring to the table and it adds to the vibe of the community. So shout out to y'all. Yes, yes. And Soldier Boy was the first person um, that we spoke about on Earn Your Leisure. Big fact. So it is fitting that he um, he makes his debut with us on Assets <laughs> Over Liability. So. Shout out to Big Draco, man. A legend in the game. So let's get into this. All right. The first thing I want to talk about 
is um hold on we gotta do the disclaimer all right all right do your own research we spoke about this today on the breakfast club yeah do your own research our content is intended to be used it must be used for informational purposes only it's very important to do your own analysis before making any investment based on your own personal circumstances you should take independent financial advice from a professional in connection with or independently research and verify any information that you find on our show and wish to rely upon whether for the purpose of making an investment decision or otherwise y'all Shout out to y'all, do your own research. And y'all been doing it too, because I've been people been walking up and showing us their portfolios. Y'all doing your research and you executing on it. So shout out to y'all. Yeah. So all right, let's talk about Nike, a company that we are all very familiar with. Uh a giant in the game. So Nike, not only have they entered the world of the virtual, they they just filed for the trademark. We'll talk about that. Mm-hmm. Um, we posted that uh two weeks ago. But um, they're going to use NFTs to verify the authenticity of items. This is something that's real big. You know, for me, everybody knows that, you know, I'm into sneakers, but I'm not a sneakerhead. I'm not really that passionate about sneakers. But Troy is a sneakerhead. He's like all of these Travis Scott Air Force limited edition. Hey, you see what's up there today? Yeah. They dropped those today, too. Shout out to to the sneakers app. Everybody who caught a dub on that. Shout out to y'all. Yeah, it's like all of these, like... (laughs) It's like a subculture. It's like oh, when you see somebody, and it's like, oh, you got the yeah. Virgil, the one Jerry's. of yeah, don't do one that of to ten. Us. Don't do that to us. <laughs> don't play that. Nah, nah, don't play that. <laughs> now we go. I go. We go yeah, crazy. Go the crazy. Ben, the Ben and Jerry Air Force Ones from Desert Storm. Oh, it's listen, crazy. Listen, that sneaker community and gaming is <laughs> a thing. Don't mess with them. It's a thing. <laughs> yeah, yes. they got my back. They about to come after yeah. you in these comments. Shot. So choice, choice, definitely sneakerhead. So all right. How do we feel about what does this mean um, for these, these NFTs? And this is something I think is a game changer. But Ian, how do you feel about this? It's an amazing adjustment because A, it uh, eliminates some of the counterfeiting issues mm-hmm. that you have globally. And then also, too, it makes it more prestigious. So like a part of it is they took a very interesting marketing strategy from Sotheby's. So not only do you have the item, mm-hmm. but now you have the certificate. So now opposed to just saying, hey, I got them. People are going to post these NFTs and certificates of authenticity as a social or clout move yeah. as well. So that's only going to drive the price up of the stock more, the price of the items up even higher. And also too, I kept saying like blockchain is going to make everything way more accountable, more transparent. A lot of businesses are going to be hurt as a result, like the music industry, but Nike and a few tech companies are going to benefit incredibly well from it. Yeah, I, I think the resale game is going to change. Oh, yeah. um, and I couldn't agree more with the, the rarity, yeah. right? Instead of having 100 shoes, now it might just be one. And so when anything becomes rare, a commodity becomes rare, obviously the value goes up. And so we've seen shoes, like we saw the Kanye, uh, his Grammy award, when he, his Grammy uh, show uh, Yeezy went for 100,000, right? Mm-hmm. And it was, a, it was worn. But I could imagine the authentication of that in a new age, like we could be talking 150, 200, 300, mm-hmm. 500,000. Like these shoes now become pieces of art. Absolutely. Right. And so we were talking about Basquiat earlier um, in the day. And it was like, well, now a shoe could be mm-hmm. looked at like a piece of art. And a lot of times we do view them like that. Right. We we buy them. We hold them. We store them. We keep them in storage. Some people put them in safes yeah. because they want the value to uh, appreciate over time. Yeah. And so now with the authentication, you have a, a situation where you can't fake it anymore. Like, so think about what that, cause that counterfeit economy, especially in places like China, it's a billion dollar Bills, business. It's a billion dollar business. Yeah. And so you take that out of the economy, 
that's a dent, right? Mm-hmm. We're talking about, and that's not, not, not just for the, the sneakers themselves, but Nike apparel. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like that, that's a, it's a huge step in the right direction for Nike, as far as making sure that people are getting the actual product, mm-hmm. but there's other businesses that are affected because of that Absolutely. type of technology. Yeah. So and shout out to all the sneakerheads, man. They coming after you? No, no, no. no. <laughs> I got love for sneakers, man. It's just, you know, some, some people are just a little, Everyone passionate. has a passion. A little, little passion. Yeah. But shout out to all the sneakerheads. I've been wearing sneakers for a long time. And I am contemplating Puma. Do the right thing. <laughs> do the right thing, Puma. I don't know why I don't have a Puma contract by now. But um, one thing with the sneakerhead community is that they've been saying for a long time, like, you know, sneakers are an investment mm-hmm. and they can be treated like an investment. So I think that this is really good because, you know, the counterfeit market is a huge thing. Shout out to former Simpson when uh, he came on. And um, he right was it. talking about, you know, how you know, the counterfeit market is a billion dollar industry. So now with the NFTs, and that's one of the great things with the blockchain blockchain technology and NFTs is that, you know, it's one of one and you really can't counterfeit it. Mm -hmm. Um, So now when you apply that to something like sneakers, and this is like a big thing with art as well, Mm -hmm. where, you know, art being knocked off and ripped off is a huge, huge industry. So now if you can eliminate um, the fake market, not only does that, boost up Nikes, but it also um, raises the price for the original. Absolutely. One of one, mm-hmm. right? So yeah. Nike stock was, I think, $50 five years ago. And yeah. now it's 162 62 Yeah. So, you know, we're looking at something that, you know, tripled over the course of a five-year time frame. Um, how, do, how do we feel about Nike stock moving forward? We talked about it, you know, a few times before, but how do we feel about Nike stock moving forward? It's going to go up even higher as a yeah. result. Um, and then also too, this is going to be an interesting segue because they're going to be in between a fashion icon brand and then the luxury brand with the NFT exposure. Mm-hmm. Like, and if you think it's not going to only impact their business, wait till Supreme does it, Chanel does it, LVMH does yeah. it, Gucci does it. It's going to be a game changer. And for those of you who are like, hey, I think that's stupid. The shoes cost that much. Yeah. Somebody just bought the original Apple computer the other day for 500000 Every market is determined by if people are willing to pay a certain price above what you own it for, then it's a viable market. We can't yeah. argue and deny the return. I mean, I, I feel like it's inevitable, right? Yeah. Like when you scan an item to be purchased, that QR code now could just have a chip that makes it that Absolutely. it's an authenticator as well. Yeah. Um, in the short term, I think Nike has a slight pullback. Only because if you if you read the reports now, there's been closures in Vietnam. Yeah. A lot of the factories have been closed. The supply chain, obviously, issues we, we've already spoken about in, in, in detail. Slight pullback in Nike, but long-term, obviously, it's something yeah, that, again, yeah, if I'm spending money, I'm spending money, I'm spending money. Yeah. It's definitely going to be something I'm invested in. But also, you know, it affects, too, because companies like StockX, right? They make absolutely. a living on reselling sneakers by first authenticating them. Mm-hmm. Right. And so now if you have the process where you're already authenticating them, mm-hmm. it eliminates the middleman, it, it cuts the middleman yes. out. Right. So it affects company, those reselling companies. And so when you have like a, a flight club or a lot of these companies where it's just like, hey, we're going to authenticate it, then give it to the, the, the person who's purchasing. Now we don't need you. And that's why I always say you're not just in competition with your business. You're in competition with everyone. Mm-hmm. So if they cut out the middleman and then they drive that, those kind of sales back to Nike and that traffic back right. to Nike, like you don't think that they're tired of everyone reselling <laughs> their items and making three X off of, I mean, they literally build a whole exchange. Like that's why I'll tell you guys, if you use Fibonacci or the 72 EMA, you can 
use Fibonacci to know what price to buy the shoes at. You just said like when you just said something that and made me like think like imagine if they put commissions on on that the NFT itself of the shoe like they have the shoe and they have the commissions on it, That's... and so like now they actually get paid from the resale. Yeah, like think about that. The world is changing. <laughs> That's crazy. Nike's also in XLY. Yeah, that's a fact. Um, so the ETF play, and then we also um, have to speak about Nike entering the metaverse. Um, you know, they they filed for trademark for for all digital goods mm-hmm. um, two weeks ago. So you know, that, then that's something that's interesting as well because now it's like you know, Nike is already the biggest shoe line in the world. So some of them now when they become the biggest shoe line in the virtual world, in mm-hmm. the metaverse. And, you know, this is something that is going to be a whole different, we still don't even really know how this is going to affect companies' valuations as far as their the valuations. Yeah. They're, yeah, they're, yeah. They're, they're, That's um, like a new category. Their, yeah. share, <laughs> their share online as far as, you know, we know that, but we know what is their share on the virtual world going to be in the, in the metaverse where, you know, just to kind of put some perspective on it, you yeah. know, if you have to pay $300 for the virtual Jordans for your average. I mean, if, if you're in 2K already, you you're doing it. Know, like, yeah, you're, you're doing, doing it now. Yeah, so yeah, if, you're, it. if the metaverse gets as big as it can be, mm. they're going to wonder whether 11s in the metaverse, you you don't want pro kids. Like, <laughs> like you're going to want to, especially if you can't afford it in real life Yeah, and you're spending more time online. We see it with Instagram. People have built an entire facade to look like a certain way in front of an audience. Now, if you're spending more time in the metaverse, you're going to spend money there. Like I'm telling you, there's going to be a time where characters, people are spending two and three thousand dollars a month on clothing in the metaverse for their character. Yeah. It's insane. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll keep an eye on it. Um, let's talk about let's talk about Samsung. So um, yeah. So copy and paste brain on chips. Let's yeah. what, what's the deal with that? They are literally making a neuro chip to be able this to determine use copy and paste uh human brain function and put it on a microchip so like uh, maybe four weeks ago eight weeks ago when i was like what are the four technologies i was excited about mm-hmm, mm-hmm. even though it's scary and that was one of them to upload the human consciousness but as we begin to scale and this is the automation thing that we talked about so if we can begin to get human brain patterns on a chip and on a processor imagine what we can do so now all of a sudden you won't need the body in a lot of cases. And it was interesting when they ran tests after 43 days, a lot of AI began to take on the character of the people that they were emulating, like including racist comments, bigotry comments. Like, so they are having to take those comments out and reprogram it, but they're trying to get these chips to work at scale. So they literally can just have a whole bunch of servers in there doing a whole bunch of functions for these mm-hmm. companies and not need any human workers. That way you can have a 24 hour workforce that never asks for a vacation or wants to go home. Yeah, you know, it's, it's interesting with the AI because I saw that what you're referring to is um, they had the AI and it became racist because mm-hmm. they they um they had it like, you know, study humans and like after 30 days, it be, they said it became homophobic, it became yeah. racist. Um, the artificial, it's not even funny, but it's just crazy. Like it was like the artificial intelligence actually picked up the, the yeah. traits and thoughts of humans mm-hmm. and became racist. So um, yeah, this AI, this AI just gets crazy and crazy every day. Yeah, I mean, and if you're programming it, depending on who programs it, you can program it to also have certain biases towards certain people. And I, I know some. You, sometimes you guys think I'm a conspiracy theorist, but I'm like, I've been looking at the space for so long, mm-hmm. the writing's kind of on the wall 
technology replaces a lot of black and brown families out of jobs anyway. Fact. Now, if we get this to happen at scale and people accept it, and now people don't want to work, I truly believe when 24 happens and we have 24, 25 and this pullback or crash happens, they're going to blame people not wanting to work, which people just really want fair treatment. Yeah, They're going to blame that as the push to eradicate a lot of these jobs and the support from the government may be there. Yeah, and, and Samsung, you know, and we're talking about microchips, obviously we're talking about semiconductors, you know, the one, number one supplier of chips for Samsung mm -hmm. is Taiwan Semiconductor. Yeah, And so they just had a report that, we used to say that they made 50% of the world's uh, semiconductors. Yeah, That number has actually gone up to 58%. And so again, if we know like this is the future and these are the type of technologies that are headed our way, we got to take advantage of it. We can't run from it. Mm -hmm. We got to at least be educated in it and say, all right, if that's where we're headed and this is needed to go there, mm -hmm. let's be smart investors. Let's, let's say, all right, let's get ahead of this. Let's talk about Samsung. Because we don't think we've talked about Samsung stock before, at least not in a long time. Yeah. Samsung stock. How do, you, how do you feel about Samsung as an investment? Um, amazing. I wish it was on American exchanges and a lot easier to access. Mm -hmm. But it, I, in terms of innovation, Samsung is incredible. I know it's not as popular as Apple and they don't have the same ecosystem, but the innovation, when I was with Drew at Revolt, like he had the, the phone with the double flip out screen. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. he was like, I can put my phone on another phone and charge it. And he's yeah. like, y'all don't have it. I'm like, no, we have to charge it like a Nokia yeah. with our phone. So I think the stock is great. Company is great. I just wish it was more readily available in our markets and easier to access. Yeah. I, I'm like, when I think Samsung, it, it's so broad range in, in the things that they offer. There's not one thing, right? So I know Samsung's for TV. Some people know it for phones. Some people mm -hmm. are like, all right, well, my kitchen appliances are Samsung. Yeah. Um, and so they just, I, th I feel like they're really good at all those things. Mm -hmm. But what's the standout product? You know what I mean? Yeah. They don't have that one standout product that just separates them. But again, like you said, extremely innovative. A lot of the technologies that they put in there, and their pieces of equipment are later taken by companies. Oh, absolutely. And we forget that Samsung actually absolutely. created it. I mean, they innovate, and Apple does take a lot from them. <laughs> like, I'll say it clearly, they take a lot from Samsung. That's a fact. So I was being kind to our friends at Apple. Love you guys. <laughs> but we also have to be mindful, too, of what's happened with Xi Jinping and him deciding to be a supreme ruler or leader. I want you guys to Google that, because if they make a push into Taiwan to take over the country, imagine if China then had all the chip power the war on america could be very interesting to say the least talk about that a little bit I, I, I mean he, he's decided or an initiative has been made for him to be ruler there for the rest of his life so if and i go back to and i know i haven't done my big anthony bourdain documentary on here yet but china is making an aggressive push to be in the preeminent position and have actual global power mm. And if you have one person, like imagine if Trump could have stayed in office for 20 years, mm. what could have happened? <laughs> and Xi Jinping is incredibly intelligent, way more strategic. It, it could be scary if a couple of these pieces fall in place and they get a certain amount of political power. And then, you know, yeah, okay. a couple of cryptos fall in their favor and the real Satoshi Nakamoto comes out of, out of hiding. 64 billion. <laughs> it's going to be interesting. It says Satoshi's worth 64 billion. Yep. 64, if we could ever find them. But it's decentralized, but you yeah. don't know who the main person is. If we could ever find them. It's the greatest Bond movie on earth. <laughs> uh, Rivion. 
Ah, yeah. Rivian. We've been, I mean, we've been talking about it for three weeks. We spoke about it pre-IPO. Mm-hmm. We, uh, obviously, it IPO'd. I think it was supposed to enter the market at $72. It ran up pretty high. Today, it hit $150. up yeah. 16% today on news, obviously, with the infrastructure bill. We'll talk about why that's important. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, they had 50,000 pre-orders of their EV truck. Mm-hmm. We already know they have 100,000 delivery van orders from Amazon. Mm-hmm. So they've been put in a nice place, but the infrastructure bill, which was announced, and it's funny because we talked about US and China. Yeah. If you listen to what they're saying as they announced the infrastructure bill, it's we're finally going to be making spending more on infrastructure than China. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, well, let's just talk about what we're doing. We're doing yeah. But obviously the competition is like, we have to outpace them. Um, so real quick, uh, the, the infrastructure bill had in it uh, a certain amount of money, I think $7.5 billion that's going to be dedicated to the EV market, specifically 500,000 electronic charging stations. So that's very important, right? Because if we want to get from gas emissions, we have to have stations that charge. And so when Ian and I were looking at it, I'm like, all right, bet if they're building 500,000 stations, that means we need to find the companies who are building these stations and who are using the technology to build these stations. And obviously, the first thing we looked at is the EVs. Like, all right, well, how did Tesla do today? How did they pull back a little bit? How did Rivian do? It went up 16%. They're the newest EV out there. And so these are the type of things. Again, when we hear that type of news, boom, let's find the industries that we can actually benefit from this. And so I start looking at ETFs. PAVE is one of those, right? Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a infrastructure ETF, P-A-V-E, uh, XLI. Yeah. Right. We love the spider fund. We have XOY. We have XLK. XOY is another one of those industrial uh, ETFs. And so you see companies like Deere inside there, Raytheon's inside there, Boeing's in there. A lot of those companies that are going to benefit from this infrastructure bill are inside of some of the ETFs. And we always tell you, if you don't want to have a singular position, you don't want to have as much as exposure, find an ETF that can benefit XOY, pay with two. I'm sure there's going to be plenty more that people in the chat will tell us uh, but those are two that i was looking at because i'm like i right, bet this is this is a yeah. big deal this is the most that we spend on infrastructure is it ever perhaps perhaps, perhaps like one, yeah. one point yeah like so again take advantage of the moment don't be blind to it be educated and take it and, and make sure you execute but yeah let's let's talk about that a little bit let's yeah. talk about x um the inf- the infrastructure bill first and foremost yeah. let's talk about that and let's talk about some stocks that may benefit because I don't want to just breeze over that yeah, because this cool. is we talk about tech a lot, but I think it's good to just you know let people know that there, there are other industries that you can invest in, and you just have to be aware of everything that's going on. So, the infrastructure bill, um, how will how do you think that that will affect these type of stocks and these industries that you're speaking about? I mean, it's needed because we're behind. For those of you that travel overseas, please put put it in in the chat. Our airports are not as attractive as they should be. They're behind Terrible. probably 20 or 30 years in comparison to other countries. Roads, not as good. Um, Caterpillar could do pretty well mm-hmm. as a result. Um, that would be one of the main ones that I look at. Of course, Tesla is going to dominate the EV space, but since GM is in um, electronic and oil-based cars, they're going to do pretty damn well. I would look at John Deere. As another one, um, keep going. Th- that could knock it out of the park. <laughs> yeah. As far as Rivian, I think it's very interesting that Amazon invested in. I just don't like how high the valuation is right now. So yeah. to have less than actual two hundred sales completed, you know, at the time and have that kind of valuation, but they're not. 
it's not like it's a fraud case with Nikola when you're rolling the truck down. Right, 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 right. There is some upside movement. People have actually tested the truck. Yeah. Said it works well. The engineering is great. Um, and with IPOs, if you are able to hold and stay within them for five or six years, you'll be fine if you truly believe in them, if they have good fundamentals. I don't think Amazon would have invested in them if right. there wasn't a good promise. But I'm excited to see in this EV space um, how well they do over the next couple of years. Because if so, the government is going to pour a lot more money into them. Because before the election, we were saying Biden, if he wins, he's going to put a lot of money and mm-hmm. convert over a lot of the cars to EV. Yeah, Rivian may become one of the dominant players there, um, opposed to, and, and some of the, the GM products may fall back as a result. Yeah, and so the interesting thing is like the companies you just named are all inside of XLI. Yeah. Right, and so it, it's kind of spread out because I mean, I'm looking at it here on ETFDB. You have Honeywell, you have Raytheon, you have Boeing, you have General Electric, you have Caterpillar, which we spoke about, yeah. 3M, John Deere, Lockheed Martin, the list goes on. And, it, and it's kind of evenly distributed. It's not like, uh, in XLK and XLY, where we saw the, the two dominant companies that were inside of it and the arrest were kind of like low percentages. This one's yeah. kind of evenly spread out. And so again, if you don't want to invest, invest individually, ETFs are always a good thing. Um, yeah, man. So it, 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 it's, it's interesting um, going forward, like, because when we think about Rivian, we have to remember our discipline, right? Like mm-hmm. when we talk about investing, we always say, Something IPOs, let's give it six you months. Give it at least six months. Let's give it six months. Yeah. And I feel like people forget that discipline right away. Yeah. And it's like, wait, it went up 30%. Oh, it went up 80%. Rivian has run up 93% from its initial price of $74. Yeah. And so I don't want people to forget that discipline. I don't want you to forget those codes that we live by, right? Like six months. We saw it with a firm. We said a firm ran up. Let's give it six months. It hit a low, a firm after six months, it's gone to its all-time high. Yeah, We have to have the same discipline, of course, all our assets, all our investments. We Please, don't do that, right? Just remember, please. Rivian so, 101.23 or 108.26, and you'll be good. Okay, I was just about to ask, because people were saying, like, well, should we invest in Rivian? Should we not invest in Rivian? Wait. I, I mean, they're not going to outperform the two, the, the four that I always say. Mm-hmm. You're better, and if you're looking from a competitive standpoint, is Rivian at this moment better than Tesla? No, even though the price is higher, I would rather you pay for something with a higher price, with a higher guarantee. But I will, me personally, I would wait for one on one. Yeah, let it settle. Yeah, let it settle. Yeah, let let the truck hit the streets. Yep, let the things in. Pull back, <laughs> and we'll be fine. All right, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, all right, let's talk about top performing stocks in NASDAQ. Um, we have a few TQQQ, Moderna, NVIDIA, QQQ. So, mm-hmm. yeah, let's talk about some technology. If you guys, um, I, and I know it feels like there are other sectors that, that we should be investing in, but mm-hmm. I'm like, if you want the most gain, everything is driven by tech. Mm-hmm. Um, we are not living in the 1980s. And this is why I say for every investor, do your own research, your own due diligence, but also you have to have your own mind and own thesis, right? So as the world begins to adjust, you have to go with the flow. I can't say, well, I believe in GE the way someone would have in 1994. If tech ever falls off, I'll be the first person to say it and say, hey, we need to do everything space related. Um, but for right now, like T, Triple Q, I know because of the leverage, a lot of people don't like it. But when you were able to get in how you were in 2020 or even earlier this year, 
hold for a long period of time, even the triple lever. I'm not saying that you should consult your advisor. This is not advice. I'm not your financial advisor. But if you have the financial discipline and you're well off, TECL, TQQ are some ones that would have gave you some amazing gains this year. Um, there's some people in Stock Club that, you know, made two, three, four hundred thousand mm-hmm. dollars in 18 months investing in TCL and TQQ. So keep your eyes on it. After you've done two tech and two index, it shouldn't be a primary, but maybe a fifth or sixth option. It'd be pretty good. There you have it. Um, Troy. Yeah, no, I I just wanted to add to that because again, you just, you mentioned space and I know we've been talking about space exploration, Mm -hmm. but recently, I even, I think it was today, Jeff Bezos put out a a tweet saying he's more focused on spending money in climate change. Mm -hmm. And so when we talk about the infrastructure bill, that was part of it too. There's a lot of, of money that's being allocated to alleviate, to combat climate change. And so again, let's find the companies that can benefit climate tech is exactly be so that climate sector right if, if 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 bezos is saying it it's for a reason right like he's just not making this thing up and saying all right this is the the news i want to make today he's obviously well versed in it and he's obviously knows the companies mm-hmm. or if not trying to create a company in that space and so be very aware of that and guarantee he's putting Leo on a flight. <laughs> you know, so that boy gonna be on a rocket. I told tomorrow. you the way he, the way she looked at him. I don't know. <laughs> Listen, if mine don't look at me how she looked at Leo, I don't want her. Man, shout out to Leo, man. <laughs> Troy, um, any recent option play that you that you did or you? Ah, uh, yeah, man. So shout out to all my earners out there. On I believe it was Friday, maybe it was Thursday. Uh, my beloved Disney, right? We said the mm-hmm. number was 160 and Disney hit 160, yeah. 159. I actually got down to 158. And I said, perfect. You didn't have to, you didn't have to text me. You already know. I said, once it hits that number, I'm going in. And that's exactly what I did. I called you. Did I call you, Jack? I did definitely called you um, to let you know, like, yo, hit our number. And again, shout out to all my earners who, who jumped into my DMs. Like, Troy, hit the number, hit the number. And so yeah, when I hit the number, crazy. exactly what I said I would do, I would do, I put my money in. I actually sent some returns, like I screenshotted some of the returns to some of the earners that were in my DM. But Disney pulled back. Why? The Disney Plus uh, subscription numbers were low, right? They had 2 million subscribers, but perspective is key. Over the past two years, right? They had their two year, they call it Disney Day, where they, like, they let people pay $4 for the entire month. They've had 120 million subscribers, mm. 120 million. Like we can't overlook that. Like if you compare that to what Netflix, what the time that it took them to hit 120 million, it's not even close. So they did that in two years. Now, why did the subscription slow down? There could be a number of reasons, right? The pandemic has slowed down. People are going back outside. People are not at home as much, mm-hmm. but that also means that those production slowdowns, that's sl- that slaughtered their movie business mm-hmm. are now going to pick up. That means that they have more freedom to create more original content. If you can create more original content, you can create more content, period. Mm-hmm. You can produce more movies. You're going to produce more revenue. And so if you even look now, the past two weeks, they've had the number one movie in the country. Nobody even knows it. What, what movie is that? Essential. Is it called Eternals? Eternals? Oh, yeah. I think it's, it's been the number one movie in the, for the past two weeks. Disney movie. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? And so, yeah, short term, 
this quarter didn't perform great. It hit the number that I needed to go to. I'm on it. So why did you why did you want it to go to that number? Again, so you kind of explained it that that percentage pullback. And so I looked at the all time high again. I said, at what percentage? And we kind of like marked it off. I think yeah. you were using your, your Fibonacci. And I was like, I'm just going to do it by percentage. But also I was doing my percentage off the calls. I was looking at the call. I got 210, my mm -hmm. 210 call. And I looked at the depreciation level of that call. And I said, all right, you know, like I like it. if it's well, edu Educate them on, on what yeah, you, yeah. What you so one of the, when we do option calls, uh, one of the things what's, I What's the option? Just like oh, a, so an option because we talked to Charlemagne today, he, he didn't, didn't know, he didn't he's know like, what that and was. we explained it to him. So an option um, is you have the op, the right, the option to uh, buy a given asset at a certain price, right? Mm -hmm. And so you can say that. Let's give you a prime example. We'll say Apple is one hundred and thirty dollars, right? You can say make a call, which means that you say it's going to appreciate. Or okay. you can make a put saying it's going to depreciate. Yeah. And so I'll give you an example of a call. I'll say if Apple's 140 now or 130 now in January 24, I believe it can hit a price of $150. Mm -hmm. That's going to be my strike price. Right. And so at that time that I'm saying January 24, that's my expiration date. And so I've given it till January 24 to hit a certain price. And so when I'm looking at options, especially when I'm doing calls, I always look for a discount. And what I mean by a discount is I go into the chart to see the history of when that option call was originated. And so I looked at the date and usually it's around quadruple witching. That's why we always tell you witching is coming, witching is coming, new contracts will be created because new contracts are being expired. And so if I look at the calls and I'm looking at it and I say, all right, that stock is pulled back. That means that option call has pulled back. Mm -hmm. I'm looking for the depreciation. I like it at like 30 to 40%, kind of like what we did with Facebook. Yeah. I saw that my Disney 210 had pulled back to that rate. The stock came down to 160. Boom. Got to go right now. So I, once it hit 160, we told, I told you three weeks ago, maybe a month ago, mm -hmm. if it hits 160, I already know that the depreciation is going to hit the level I like. I got to load my boat. I did exactly that. Now, Disney has gone down to 150. I hit like 158, 157. That's fine. Yeah. That's fine. I might actually go get a little bit more because it, I've done my homework. I've done my research. That's my number. Uh, and so I know a lot of y'all were like, that's my number two. And y'all took advantage of it. And again, we're giving ourselves extended time for it to hit the number, right? We're not making calls. And I know some people do that. They do swing trading. And when they make these short-term calls, a lot of, a lot of factors go into that. I don't, I don't, I don't recommend that for somebody who's never uh, traded options at all. I don't recommend that. We do it more long, long term because we want to give ourselves the amount of time to combat the volatility that could happen in the market. And so that's our option call. So Disney was the last one I did. And Facebook was the one before that. And the Facebook one, how's it doing for you? I'm doing well. <laughs> so yeah, I'm, well. I'm, I'm, I'm up fifty percent. I'm up fifty percent on that, and now I, we got that call like two weeks ago. I didn't jump into the Disney call yet. I wasn't a hundred percent. You can call me anytime. I can tell you. Well, I'm just I, I'm just not a hundred percent confident in yeah. Disney. Yeah. Not necessarily the call. I'm just not a hundred. I don't like to invest in things. I'm not a hundred percent confident. In. That's a great point. And even with you, mm -hmm. the same things you guys invest in long term should be the same things that you trade. If you look at Netflix comparison, Netflix is dominating. Price is at 684.25. So when you're trading these stocks, you want to make sure that you don't have any stress yeah. or exacerbated drawdowns. 
And I always tell you guys, please write this down. Invest in the company that is number one in the space. Is Netflix better or Disney? Even though the premium may be higher, to have a guaranteed outcome or higher probability win, it's worth it to invest. So mm -hmm. for those of you like, hey, I want to trade these, even with two tech, two index, if you're trading Apple, Microsoft, Tesla, AMD, NVIDIA, that's a scholarship, Square. Okay. If you're investing in best of breed or number one in a class, when yeah. you trade them as well, you'll be fine. And a lot of yeah. people will be like, what about diversification? Diversification, as Buffett said, is for, is for people who don't know what they're doing. Yeah. You want to be ultra concentrated if you have the capital to do so and you have an edge in the market. Um, diversification is something that gets told to a lot of people because they don't want to give you the real answer about what you should invest in. Yeah. So and, Yeah. And so, again, back to Disney really quickly. Uh, original content. We know that that's coming on the way. We know that people are going back to theaters. And yes, Netflix is number one in the space, mm -hmm. but I don't even, I look at Disney as having a streaming service, but there's so many ancillary parts. The cruise ships will be back open at some point. Yeah. The parks will be open at some point. The licensing isn't going anywhere. I agree. And so again, so those are the reasons I like it. Um, but also looking at, I mean, it hit two or three in March and it hasn't been back there since. That's troubling. Like, I don't want a point guard to like, Score twenty five in the first, <laughs> the and now you have. We're going to swap you off for Crusoe or something. We got to make a change. So it became Kemba Walker. Yeah, like you have to be mindful, Shadow Kemba. Yeah, Shadow Kemba. Have to be have mindful to, to know. Write this down. What is the probability of the stock that you're investing in hitting an all time high within one year? Homework, right? Because I know with Apple, Microsoft, AMD, they're going to break above seven to 14 times in a year, all time new high. Because they have those big physical retail locations, the debt load is a lot higher, mm -hmm. kills the top line, kills profit margin. And that's what slows the growth from happening. Disney, great company, um, but it's going to take a little bit of time for it to have the same kind of pace as Netflix. So let's talk about Apple CEO saying scrolling is bad for your health. And um, I see Instagram actually, they're going to put a new feature. Did you see that? I copy TikTok. Yeah, they're, they're, a thousand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. they're testing a new feature where it um, logs you out of Instagram after a certain amount of time so you could take a break. So this is something we talk about mental health. Mm -hmm. Very important. We still don't know the long-term side effects of um long-term effects of um, scrolling on your phone and being on your phone. I told you, I actually had a developed carpal tunnel syndrome um, a while back and in my thumb. get the twitch? Yeah. Yeah. I, if they go back and watch like some of the original episodes, mm -hmm. I'm like, yo, you got to open your eyes because he would be up all night yeah. and we do an episode in the morning. Like, yeah. I'm like, yo, bro, like you got to put your phone down. <laughs> yeah. And then I had, to, I had developed the twitch in my eye from looking yeah, at the So, yes. Yeah, sacrifices. Definitely. Yeah, like put yes in chat. You'll get your eye back. Yeah, Come on, stop it. If, if, if me losing my sight is worth you going rich, put yes in chat. For real. Um, it's twofold. I mean, we all know that, and I've been screaming to you guys, and we were talking to Charlemagne earlier about digital minimalism in that book. That's a great book. Yeah. Um, even in some countries, they're starting to push that after work now the bosses and executives can't email employees. Now this is twofold for Apple. A, this is a push and attack at Facebook quietly because they're in competition because of metaverse. Mm -hmm. Then give it maybe 14, 15 months when they roll out these AR glasses that they've been working on for four or five years, 
they're going to make sure that the strain on your retinas isn't as heavy as when you're doing it on your phone. So the solution is going to be better world experience, AR tied into the metaverse as a clean way to get in. Because let's be honest, most people are going to buy an Oculus from Facebook. They'll buy glasses from Apple, however. So this is a two-pronged attack, which is really smart. It's based in truth, but there is like a competitive edge they're looking to have. And like we talked about earlier, yeah. This is going to help with their push even more so um, in the health space for sure. Yeah, I'm, I just pray for Shadi because yeah. he's he's always on his phone. They, yeah. we, we, <laughs> we was, Everybody is. I mean, this is this is the world that we that we live in. That's why it's like I try to I try to detach, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it's hard to detach because yeah. so much business is being run on a, on a cell phone. Yeah. And um, like you know, I don't even have it. I have a computer, but I don't use a computer. My cell phone is my computer, so. When you, especially if you run an online business, like but you haven't opened the computer, you still haven't opened it. Nah, you got to use the MacBook. Yeah, it's going on a year now, bro. You didn't open the box yet. Nah, I haven't opened it. It's way more efficient too. Which one? To to do everything off the laptop, off the laptop. Yeah, than the phone. Absolutely. You think so? Yeah, man. Way less distraction. Like even if I'll challenge everyone, work twelve hours a day on your laptop and compare versus your phone. I guarantee you. Your yeah. sales will be higher, net worth will be higher. Like that's why I'm always like, hey, I'm off the grid at this time, and people hate it. But I'm like, I can't give you this fire because you get so many. The average person gets 1,400 notifications per day. Mm-hmm. It's hard it's to make money, and, and who does that benefit? You are a slave to this company. It's part of the reason why I love it. People are like I hate Apple. I'm like, you won't get off of it. No. So if they have all of your data, and same with Google, they have every thought you have the number one advertising business of all time. And if Apple has every thought that you have, feeling emotion, high, low, and they can track that, then there's ways they can extract that data and time on. Just a matter of time. For their benefit. Yeah, it's just a matter of time. For years. So. Um, let's talk a little crypto if we can real quick. Bitcoin is uh, at 62,000. It did have a five, almost 6% pullback yeah. today. Um, but it's still at six, 62,000. But there's been a pullback across the board. If you look at Ethereum, is down 6% today. Um, Cardano is down 5%. XRP is down 5%. Solana is down 4%. Um, Dogecoin down 5%. Litecoin is down 9%. Stellar is down 5%. Um, and yeah, we go down the line. So crypto is down pretty heavy today. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of people that are especially new in this space, they panic when, when, these, when these days happen in crypto. So um, listen to me and you won't have to panic as much. So why should they not panic when, when these type of pullbacks happen? I mean, because we're at highs and everything across the board. I think people want us to see just to print 10% higher from the highs. Mm-hmm. Um, even my, uh, we were talking about it before we came on air, that Michael Berg is like going on, on his attack against Tesla again and wants to short that. He's only doing it for a short period of time. But when we're at all-time highs, we have to pull back 10 to 15%. It's normal. We'll be fine. And also then expiration in the futures market is 11, 19. So that's coming up. A lot of money's going to come out of the market and then come back in. And also we're going into holiday season. We'll be fine. Like if you got in at a decent price and especially in homework assignment, off of a 15% pullback, how long does it take for Bitcoin to recover and then make a new high? That would take some of the fear and anxiety. I told you guys last week on the media side, all the money is made and talking about crashes. And mm-hmm. we tested this even w- with the brother that uh, helps with, with TikTok. He put up a hell out about crashes. It was 10 times higher than any other post. And then I did a post immediately t- telling people how to get higher gains. It wasn't as effective. 
But for you, you have to understand that all the money is made. The longer you hold, the more money you're making. And this isn't even a harsh pullback. No, this isn't. Because, I mean, they have what we call crypto winters. Yeah. And those are those can hurt your soul. That, like, shout out to our guy Lou. He's like, well, you could really lose your shirt. Yeah. You could, and then to have an and event then what? <laughs> is in 24. Like, you guys haven't seen real blood. And then with all the institutions involved, the drops are not as violent as they used to be. No. Like there's a lot more safety. And that's why when I'm, everyone's like, well, it's decentralized. I'm like, if all the major banks and hedge funds are in the space, is it really decentralized if you don't know all the players who are there that are now the market makers? And that's why people left a couple of crypto and then went to Solana and they're trying to find the other coins Mm -hmm. that haven't been taken over by the banks and the hedge funds. There's a small pullback. The entire market came uh, sliding down. It'll be fine. And then they're also waiting for more positive news regarding inflation uh to end so and you know what's so crazy about crypto um just having this conversation the other day shout out to deferg and um you know when we talked when we said that uh the top 10 percent of americans own 89 percent of stocks and in, in, you know across americans mm-hmm. a lot of people was alarmed by that and um uh, some people were saying well that's why we need to invest in crypto it's even worse than crypto. Uh, the top 5% of the world owns 93%. And guess crypto. what? It's not retail traders. No. It's not retail investors. At the same time, when companies was railing against this, they were buying it up like crazy. That's why I say, and, and we said it earlier, no one's obligated to make you rich. Please, under, like, if we are looking for investments to make our families rich, you don't think the people that are the market makers are looking to do the same thing? So they'll tell you one thing and demonize anything, right? Because we always hear Apple's no longer good. Tesla's going to fall apart. He went on Rogan and smoked weed. How could they let an executive (laughs) do this, right? And they'll tell you that they're shorting it publicly and then privately buying the hell out of it. So there's a wealth gap even in crypto that people don't talk about. And that's what I was saying, even with AMC prior, GameStop, the funds weren't buying it. The people who worked at the funds... Privately buying it. Yeah, we talked about that with Jamie Dimon. We were like, "This outspoken up against it, outspoken against it." JP Morgan and Jamie Dimon, we love you dearly. And then investing in it, yeah, right, secretly. So it was just like, we know we know how this works. It's a a cycle. And and, and publicly, no one is obligated to tell you the strategy when their competitors are listening. I may be the only person on earth that'll tell you everything, like, and then let you use it against me. It's not. You have to understand this is economic warfare, and especially in crypto with the gains being so high. I talked about it when we was on stage with D. Ferg and Waka, like it's a tool of liberation. Mm-hmm. So if this is a war, why would I tell you my strategy in real time? A tool of liberation. I like yeah. that. Yeah. Like that. So just, it's just important to keep yeah. in mind. There's a, there's, a, there's a trial going on. And so, again, if, if you haven't checked it out, I'll put the article up and maybe put it on YouTube. So there's a trial to try to figure out who... The creator of Bitcoin is. They know who it is. I've been telling so you. So there, there's a family that is, they're on trial now. They're saying that it's two people. Mm-hmm. Uh, their dead relative was one and his partner who's still alive. And so they're trying to get the partner to come to the trial never for the money. That they're saying that, that the, the battle is over 100, it's over 1 million uh, Bitcoins, which is the equivalent of $64 billion. Mm-hmm. And so they're saying that this is the week that they, we could potentially find out who Satoshi Nomotomo is. Have you seen Blacklist or Scandal? I have seen Scandal. Blacklist, I didn't, that, you watched that. Yeah. yeah. No, no, Scandal, yeah. yeah scandal, my my dad that. used to watch Blacklist a lot. 
Yeah, like B613 and get to him for it, Mexico. <laughs> I never left it out until they want it to be known. But I, I gave you guys some clues before. It is Satoshi Nakamoto Nakamoto is an entity, it's not a one person. And people right. are like, no, he oh, doesn't. Yeah. Trust me. Shout out to Satoshi. Um <laughs> I do I do read YouTube comments. It's actually fitting because um Ian's on his laptop, Troy's on his iPad, and I'm on my cell phone. If you can see right. how this works out. But being on a cell phone actually allows me to actually read comments. I do read comments on YouTube. <laughs> what? Um, but I said I say had to say. <laughs> Look, cell phone saved my life. We can do life. that for the iPad. Nope. The cell phone changed my life, man. <laughs> it's the greatest invention in human history. No, that, that's fair. That's fair. That's a fact. That's fair. The so, iPhone particularly. But, but I'm saying, I say that to say, somebody said, how come you guys aren't talking about Apple's ID and that's going to change the game? So stay tuned and watch, oh, watch the Breakfast Club. Watch our Breakfast Club interview tomorrow because we actually uh, did. Definitely we did. actually did speak about the Apple ID amongst other things. So check out the Breakfast Club interview tomorrow. Top of the morning. We definitely spoke about the Apple ID and how that can change the game for sure. Um, all right. So let's do something that we haven't done in a long time. Can I just do the earnings report really quick? Yes. All right. So uh, obviously this is a big retail week. And so we'll just do the earnings really quickly. Obviously the companies that you know and the ones we've spoken about on Market Mondays. Tuesday, uh, Walmart will be, well, tomorrow, Walmart will be reporting its earnings. Wednesday, we have Target. We have NVIDIA. We have NVIDIA reporting their earnings, which would be interesting. Lowe's will be reporting on Wednesday as well. Uh, any other ones we had on here? Yeah, we'll stop there. We'll stop there. Apply materials on Thursday. Apply materials. There you have it. Yeah. yeah let's do something that we haven't done in a while because we was in Africa and, you know, it was different type of taping. Um, let's do some questions. Question and answers. Jan's got a plan. The captain of EY hey University. Guys. Janet, what's going on? Nice to see you guys again. You? It's been so yeah. long. Yeah, yeah, long long time no see, man. How how are you? I'm good. I missed y'all. I missed like, you too. Well, like, to the earners in Zoom and on uh, YouTube. Nice to see you guys again. Do you know how we got to start this thing? Where are we? What's new? What's the newest investment? What are we doing? <laughs> well, I registered my LLC last week and got my EIN number. So I'm really excited for that. Thank Can you. Can we guys. get some fires in the chat for that? Shout out to Jay with an EI. She's official now. I'm official. And then we had the credit dude on last week, which he went crazy. And it was perfect timing um, because it's everything that I'm working on now. So thank you guys for all the fire in the chat. Look at these earners. Oh, Amazing. Awesome. Shout out to credit. We have to get credit dude on Market Monday. Yeah. Credit dude. Um, like he, did a, he did an amazing job. Oh, my God. For EYL University. And uh, I think that, yeah, that, that only makes sense because we haven't really spoken about credit in depth. But when we talk about investing, you have to have your whole financial house in order. Absolutely. And understanding your credit, you know, raising your credit score, utilizing business credit, all that stuff is very, very important. So I think that he definitely would be yeah. a good person to have. Yeah. And he's just one of the best human beings you'll ever meet. Amazing. Like, just he an actually amazing... didn't accept payment. He wanted, he, instead, he said, there's an earner that needs help becoming, like someone that wants to be an earner that couldn't pay that he would cover their, the cost. And so we found an, uh, someone that wanted to be an earner that wasn't able to pay and, uh, you know, connected that. So he oh. was, it was amazing. Nah, he, he's, yeah. he's like genuinely one of the, the, the best human beings I've ever met. Man. Just an amazing guy. Jose Rodriguez. Yeah. Really, really great guy. Shout out to Jose. So yes. Janet, um, yeah, you know, what's so crazy is that, uh, 
somebody stopped me this weekend and was like, yo, I'm K Verdian. Oh, just like, yeah, just yeah. like Janet. He's like, you know, we rock with you heavy. The K Verdians <laughs> rock with you heavy. So shout out to all the K Verdians out there in New England. Yes. Boston, yes. Providence, Rhode Island, all of that. Amazing. I get so much love from my K Verdians. Like just other, today, somebody hit me up on Instagram. She was like, I didn't think you were going to respond. You're so inspiring. Keep representing for us. I'm like, all right. Yeah, so you have it. got a plan. Janet, Janet's going yeah. with the the hair up. You're going with the hair up today. Yeah. The yes. Looking regal. yes, and I got this going on. I'm feeling very festive. I'm in the holiday spirit. Real so. regal. <laughs> love it, love it, love yeah. it. There you have it. Um, will you be at Market Mondays live at the Apollo? Whoa, I'm trying, I'm trying. What? Yeah. <laughs> Ain't no trying. Yo, <laughs> yo we got a company well, call after this. Well, the problem this. is I'm not fully <laughs> vaccinated. Yo, listen, we have a board meeting after this. What are you talking about? <laughs> this is not something. Why'd you ask is, me on Market this is not, Monday? This is not. Janet will be there, y'all. This Stop is not something that you should be trying to do. No. Oh, I, I want to be there. Um, we'll I'm just not fully vaccinated, so that's okay. the thing. Okay. 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 Let's talk okay. about yeah. that. Let's talk yeah. about that offline. Um, Co company meeting. <laughs> um, all right. Let's get into let's get into these questions if we can. All right. Let's do it. So we're gonna start off with Odeji. Unmute yourself, please. We are coming to you. Can you hear me? Yes. How are you? How you doing? Good evening, brothers. Um, question. So, Ian, you said that if you invest in one asset class and you're proficient in that, you should be able to use some of that skill set to another asset class. So I just recently take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Bought my first investment property and I have a good affinity with stock market, but I'm still right. trying to try to apply it to real estate. I get the general gist of it, but I'm just I guess I, my question was how can I apply the stock market investing to real estate investing in, in, in what you said? That's a great question. Um, are you in the sniper program? No, I'm not, sir. If you come to Market Mondays Live and get a ticket for Friday, I will put you in a sniper program for free. I'll say that to say, let's say, what's the value of the property that you're looking to buy? What's the value? Um, yes. uh, I got it for 175. I think the comp, the comps, I guess, in in that regard is like. So it could range from like 150k to 255k right now. Comparable mm -hmm. um, apartments, depending on how you fix it up and stuff like that. So I've talked about the 72 moving average. For those of you who know how to work Excel, mm -hmm. you can use the 72 moving average. Take 20 residential properties and have the comps. The 72 moving average will tell you the price where you should be able to get in to buy that property. 
So like if a person comes to me and say, hey, I have a property for 380,000, I'll use the crystal ball and know exactly what price to get in using the same formula. You have to realize that every asset is the same thing. I've said it before, whether it's water, palladium, baby powder, you guys should Google Johnson and Johnson splitting up into three companies and all the lawsuits that they had mm-hmm. are now going mm-hmm. to another mm-hmm. company mm-hmm. and those people won't be paid out. Mm. But you have to understand that every asset that you have, you need to have one system for everything in the world to be able to buy. And that EMA is a great way for you to be able to get in. If you need further help with it, just send me a message on IG and I'll be able to assist you. I appreciate you, brother. I'm going to I'm gonna make it up. To, I'm going to try and make it up to Harlem. I'll be in Jersey for the holiday, so I'll, I'll try to make oh, it you up. Oh, right, you're right across, oh, you're right right across right the water. Yeah, you're ready. Yeah. I'm South Jersey, but yeah, oh, definitely. Oh, okay. 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 <laughs> I'll try to make it up. Shout out to Vineland. Yes, Shout sir. Out to, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right, Shout out to Manville, all, all the South Jersey counties, man. Shout out to y'all. Thank you. Camden. 72-day moving average, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. Yes, yeah, we, we, we didn't speak about that. Maybe we should do that next week. About, yeah, we because not only did Johnson & Johnson decide to sp- split into three different companies, we saw GM do the same thing mm-hmm. as well. These or old, G. Was it who? GE. GE, I'm sorry. Yeah. Split into three uh, companies. Yeah. And so like you see like these established, well-known dinosaurs, dinosaurs that are now saying, all right, this is the adjustment we're going to make. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> so I, I have immunity. So did Kyrie. What resonated different? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. All right. You guys ready for the next question? Yes. Yes. Great segue. <laughs> <laughs> I've been working on them. Hi, Renee. Yeah. Renee is our the president of our 50 plus club. Renee's so, in the house. Hello. Hello. What's up? How are you guys? Great. How are we you? are great. great. Um, I just realized that it's like one year and one week from the day that you guys blessed my cash app. Oh, yes. That's amazing. I remember this episode. (laughs) So I'm not going to cry. I'm not going to cry. I'm not going to cry. So I've been so blessed, you know, to be around you guys and the earners. I'm, I'm just really it's like a movement It's I'm telling my sons, like, this is a part of history. Y'all wait, y'all just wait. Yeah. That's a fact. 10, 20, 50 years from now, they're going to be, they were the original earners and all of that. But my question today is I acquired Facebook in April of 20 and it's up 102%. Job well done. So, with the things that's been happening with the meta, 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 whatever that stuff is, <laughs> and the, the kind of <laughs> mature earner, how it's not doing as well, do I hold or yes. do I purchase like more Microsoft? Both. Yeah, answers both. Because okay, I already far- have Microsoft. Yeah. I have a little bit. You know, I have a little bit of Microsoft. You know, I'm a little biased. bit of Facebook. Two tech, two index. Let's be very honest. I don't think that okay. Zuckerberg is as proficient or efficient as he can be. The rebrand was great because it was needed. They won't be a top 10 or 15 performer, but they're not going to fall out of the sky, everyone thinks. Mm-hmm. Uh, my my three-year target for Facebook is $562.34. Right. So you have a oh, lot more room. Damn. 
Cold. Yeah, you holding. You holding. Don't go anywhere. Cold Don't go anywhere. So you, you said you got it. So you got it in the under two twenty five. Oh yeah. Yeah. One, so, yeah. Forty seven. I think it was. Oh, just just stay. Hold. On. Just stay. Uh, and that's what I'm telling. If you already were in it, hold it now to look for a position. It's too late. Yeah. But if you're already in it. Gotcha. Five sixty two thirty four. That'll be a place that I look to get out. But at that All place, right. it'll be excited. All right, Renee, do, do both. Get more Microsoft and do not sell your uh, Meta platforms. <laughs> okay, I won't do that. Right. And I will see you guys Friday at the Apollo. It's show. And, and, and as soon as you see me Friday. Come up to me and I'm gonna mm -hmm. cash up you again. More yeah, cash yeah. apps. More cash apps. <laughs> More I'm cash apps. I'm dead. That's gonna give me a heart attack. <laughs> Thank y'all. And Renee, you. can I'll you talk about um, the event you guys are having? At oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I don't. Um, we we're having the clubs. Well, EYL. We're having November twentieth is the um, Earnest Give Back Day, our National Give Back Day. So I know in Atlanta, what we're doing is we're going to a homeless shelter, one of the few that allows like dads and husbands to be with their children. Mm. Um, so we're going to November 20th, we're going to be there. It's Hutchison um, home and we're going to um, take in donations of um, canned goods and things of that sort. And we're going to um, write them, you know, um, uh, notes, you know, little um, nice That's greeting nice. cards and things of that sort. But we're doing it, all earners are doing it throughout the country. Um, I believe New York. Um, yeah, DMV, Maryland. Um, right. Everybody like, yeah. got something planned for that day. We just, well, I think DMV just had theirs, right? Yeah, they had this early. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you yeah, know, I, yeah, I want to stop by and contribute or whatever. We'd appreciate it. I'm glad you get back, Renee. I'm glad you said that. Thank you. I'm Thank you. For you that. That's that powerful. Yeah, that was something that we, we was definitely proud about. Is that the national EYL Earners National Give Back Day, which is November 20th, and different satellite um, earners from all over the country is doing something. And I'm glad you said that because I almost forgot. This Saturday, mm -hmm. what we will be doing in New York City on the 20th is the Thanksgiving drive that we did last year with the mm -hmm. good folks at Dykeman. So we will be at Dykeman basketball court, um, 11 o'clock, um, on Saturday. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we will be giving away over $10,000. We will be doing hundreds of turkeys. Shout out to my boy sticks from LA. He's coming and he's working with the, um, food pantries here in New York. We'll be giving out fresh produce, yeah. food, um, it's going to be an amazing day. Last year was an amazing day. Over 500 turkeys was given away. Over $10,000 was given away a trip to Disney World, the flat screen TV. The line was like, you know, six blocks down. So this Saturday, um, we personally, me, Troy, the whole Earn Your Leisure whole family, we will be at Dykeman um, and we will be giving away turkeys, money, food, all of that. So if you, you know, want to come help or you want to come, you know, vibe with us, come. If you need anything, don't be too proud. Don't be too prideful. Come. It's all good. It's mm -hmm. all love. If you know anybody that, yeah, you know, know, may need any assistance, especially if they're uptown, tell them to come. It's, it's welcome to everybody. Anybody that, you know, wants to come can come. So that is this Saturday, 11 o'clock, Dykeman Basketball Court. And um, yes, 
I'm very, very excited about that. And, and on Sunday, we can't make it because we're going to be in Atlanta, but um, we gave a, a donation already. Um, EYL alumni, Jew Bernard, is having a turkey giveaway, Thanksgiving giveaway in Brooklyn at the Brooklyn Bank. So we put money to that. And um, I believe Matt will probably be there. Yeah. So if you're in Brooklyn, Bed-Stuy specifically, stop by the Brooklyn Bank if you need anything or if you want to help. That will be on Sunday. So it's going to be a whole weekend of give backs. You know, mm-hmm. holiday, Thanksgiving is, is a holiday where, you know, you get to be around your family, you get to eat, you get to, you know, but a lot of people may not be as fortunate. Absolutely. So it's always important to think about the people that's less fortunate. And if you are in a position where you have been blessed with something, you know, it's always beneficial if you can pay yeah, it forward. So yeah. just think about that. Yeah. Yeah. We'll be there. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Renee. Thank and shout out so to all the earners who are going to be participating this Saturday, wherever you are. And love shout out to love Circle, shout out to Circle of CEOs who um they brought a school bus for the Sharif Abdul Rahim school in Atlanta. Yeah, so I yeah. thought that that was really dope. So That's shout out, to, shout out to all of them. Yeah. Shout that. out to Ken. Shout out to Ken, the original earner. He just uh, sent some money for to help toward the donation um on Saturday. Yeah, so shout out to him. Yeah, Jan, who we got? All right, Carl, we're coming to you. Unmute yourself, please. Uh, thank you very much. Um, first, I would like to thank Janet for picking me, um, Ian for pushing me, Troy and Rashad for motivating me. Uh, I look forward to the day that I could be of service to all you guys. You already uh, are. And um, here's my question. Um, so Spain, Netherlands, France, and UK held the global reserve currency for an average of 100 years before the United States did. We have held that status since 1920 and started losing dominance since 1971 when we got off the gold standard and have been on a period of decline ever since. Mm-hmm. What happens to the stock market if we lose global current, the global reserve currency status? And is this the catalyst for the rise of crypto and the Chinese digital dollar? Absolutely. So once we came off the gold standard, the only power that we truly have is military power, which has a hell of a presence. I've told you guys before, I think the reason to push, crypto has been pushed, it's, it's, it's layered, but one of the main reasons is to take over our dollar and then have people invest in, because let's be honest, people only care about what benefits them, even if in the long term it ends up hurting the country. So if you don't know who the founder of Bitcoin is, Vitalik is, you guys can put in chat from what country, there's been a concerted effort to push a lot of coins that are not based here first. Um, we talked about it earlier. People don't care about privacy anymore. So people will give up certain rights in order to have certain things given to them. I think we're in a very tricky place with inflation being so high, automation coming to place, and China is trying to put the nail in the coffin. I am very worried if we do not get our affairs in order. And outside of Apple, Microsoft, and a few other companies, AMD, NVIDIA, we don't have a lot of great American companies anymore. Most of our competition, if anyone who travels overseas, most countries are ahead of us in education, mm-hmm. um, in terms of discipline. And they, even when we talked about maybe eight weeks ago, China not letting their kids be online for a certain amount of time, that is, there's a reason why. So yes, I'm very concerned in being off that gold standard. And if we ever lose the petrodollar, like the Saudis don't exchange dollars for oil, it's over with. What will happen to the stock market? A, a vast majority of it will fail, but a lot of companies would either 
go to other countries and remain afloat. Or a lot of them will come out of the Dow and then they will be replaced with international companies. So that's why I tell you guys, you have to be mindful and see the entire game for what it is. But I love the fact that you've studied history, understand the power of the Federal Reserve. And we talked about it earlier, but when you print 26% of your money in one year to offset the greater depression that would have happened, that does tell you there is a lot of weakness in our market. So hell of a question. But that was yes, solid. that was a question. Yeah, that's a great question. Great response. There you have. Uh, and Vitalik, I see some people asking who Vitalik. Vitalik is the creator of, of Ethereum. 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 Mm-hmm. Ethereum, the number two Bitcoin by market cap. The number two crypto. Currency. Crypto. I'm yeah. sorry. Number yeah. two crypto by market cap. All right, Janet. Next question. All right, Jonathan. We're coming to you. I'm yourself, Pete. Right, can y'all hear me? Yeah. 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 And can I chime in real quick before everyone, when you guys watching the replay, I know some of you going to be like. That sounds like a conspiracy theory. Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies are bigger than they ever dreamed that Mero could be. So we're like in an eighth inning of what could be the ninth inning. If two, like if we have another recession that lasts for two years and they can't print, we're going to go under. I'm, just, I'm Please go study what's happened in Roman history, the era in which you talked about. We're not that far off from three or four disasters and things being bad for us. But go ahead. Sorry, brother. Oh, no, nah, you good. Continue to drop all the knowledge, man. <laughs> um, but no, nah, um, this yeah, first and foremost, I just wanted to say, yeah, I definitely appreciate y'all for, you know, for this 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 show and this platform, AWOL in general. Like, Re- really quick, can I say this? <laughs> <laughs> to further prove my point. <laughs> nah, talk your yeah, no, 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 like, I want to p- give people context so then it helps them as a journey as investors. Yeah. Because I know some people are going to be like, that's not true. The last chance that we have for a cryptocurrency to be American-based was Libra coin by Facebook, Facebook and Zuckerberg. Mm-hmm. Talked about it on the panel. But a part of the reason why Bitcoin is so big now is because of the institutional backing. Mm-hmm. Put in chat, who helped push the institutional backing? The Winklevoss twins, the guys that he stole the idea from. So if I have an idea or you have an idea and I steal it from you, at some point you're going to want your revenge. So the same way in which they took Kathy's idea and used it against her to destroy her, as I told you they would, there was a concerted effort to go against Facebook. Now, Facebook had a big coalition. Libra was not just about them, but it could have been a great way for us to be in cryptocurrency. And then Facebook would have been 15 times bigger because if you would have had to pay for ads on Facebook and Instagram via Libra coin, how valuable would Facebook have been? We talked about that on the Breakfast Club the first time. Remember the first time yeah. you were on the breakfast mm-hmm. club? Yeah. And I spoke, I spoke about that. And then they, it, then when you block it and say, well, we don't want him to have that much control, but then all the other cryptocurrencies as a result start to go up. So when I'm telling you guys this, I'm not just throwing information out haphazardly. And of course it would have been impact internationally, but it would have gave us some yeah. pole position in that cryptocurrency space when we lost it. It was- yeah. He could have had the Libra inside of the metaverse, which has been- Game over. <laughs> Good night. But go ahead, brother. Okay, okay Jonathan. <laughs> um, nah, yeah, I was, my, my, my question is more so just about the, the cannabis industry. So, like, there's definitely been a lot of hype behind the cannabis industry, especially, like, you know, looking at over the last, and, and the last week, you know, cannabis stocks were kind of, you know, it was on fire in the last week, kind of had a slight little pullback today. But my question is more so, like, what's your outlook on cannabis stocks in 2022 and beyond. And then on top of that, like what segments would you say 
within that industry would uh, kind of pay more attention to, like in terms of like growing and manufacturing, testing, distribution, you know, transportation, et cetera. Uh, the only one I really love is IIPR. And I'm sorry, brother, who initially told me about it. That's the only one I love definitively. Um, I don't like CANN, but if you give me a list of the ones that you're looking at, I can tell you if they're good or bad. But IIPR is the one that we talked about. Canopy Grove, we spoke about. Yeah, CGC. Yeah, CGC is the only one I probably really got. It. I, I traded it. I don't have anything in my long term. I've traded I wouldn't, it. I wouldn't have it long term. CGC has been terrible for a long time. Yeah, Aurora. I think Aurora is another one we spoke about. Aurora? No. And I'm coming from the perspective, this is a great question. And I've talked about one, but I'll give you two parts. A, if your child's life was on the line, would you invest in the long term? And if your life was on the line, you wouldn't do it with CNN. You wouldn't do it. There's a few of them that you wouldn't touch. IIPR has a better business model that will give you greater gain. And if I look at the chart. Um, you said IIPR? Yeah, IIPR. So the low this year was 159.55. It's at 292 right now. Where in comparison, if you look at CANN, the high this year was $1.98. It's now at 31 cents and some change. Um, the, now, if you go into the like the medical or recreational business, there's tremendous upside there. There hasn't been a company yet that has cornered the possibilities of the marijuana market yet. Shout out to, to Wax, who we ran into today. And, uh, <laughs> Shout out to Wax. Yeah, I appreciate you, King. Um, and gave us a sample of some of the loudest flower possible. I don't smoke, so. uh, <laughs> but I'm happy to promote my guy. Good dude. Shout out to Check him out. Yeah. In the beast and brilliant. Jonathan, I'll, I'll just add to that. Obviously, those are singular positions, but the, the ETF MJX, if you look at its performance over the past year or so, um, definitely something that you might want to look into. Uh, it has the companies that we're saying, obviously, Kronos, Aurora, Canopy Grow is inside there. Um, Definitely keep your eye on that and, and put it on, on on your watch list. Uh, MJX, that's the ETF. So it's okay. a, marijuana, a marijuana ETF. So, and, and just, I guess, just to, just to add on to that really quick. So you're saying to not really look at getting into that long-term at all, but just like maybe I have, a, I have a buddy. Yeah, I have a buddy, Gabe, that took one public in 2013 when I was living in Colorado. Like the business side of the marijuana business, if you can get in it, oh, baby. You can make hundreds of thousands in some cases per week. There just hasn't been a company yet mm -hmm. legislation and not being national yet that has been able to corner the market and be as efficient as they could be. Now, I think potentially in a few years, Chris Weber has a very good chance to be one of those. So be on the lookout for what he's doing in Detroit and kudos to everybody in Detroit that's building, but it's not like even with Kronos. The high was $25.10 in 2019 is now at $4.40. It's too much harder. So, yeah. yeah, I appreciate it. It may not be the answer that you want to hear, but if I made you guys money, please put yes in chat. I promise you. I'm gonna that's good enough for me. I don't have, like I said, I don't have anything in my long term. I've just been trading it. So that's good enough. Now, trading wise, because of volume, Yes, but I may only yeah. do four to eight trades in that space per year when everyone gets to pumping it and the market is really frothy. Yeah, go, I mean, go kill it. You get right. two bucks and Buy then the if you can find a way to short it on a backside when you know it's really overextended, like on a weekly chart, you can kill it. But yeah, I wouldn't hold it long term. Okay. All right, cool. Appreciate it. You guys want to take more questions? Yeah, let's yeah, get like one, two more. Let's get like, we haven't done questions in a while. Wow, so let's, let's, let's get some maximum value. 
And shout out to all the earners, man. Shout out to everybody that watches Market Mondays. We appreciate y'all. Um, we really, you know, appreciate the support that you have given us from day one. So, um, you know, this is something that we really enjoy doing every single Monday. It's a live show, so it, you know, it's it's not easy to, you know, do these these shows every single Monday. But we never missed Market Mondays, even when we was in Egypt and Nigeria, seven hours ahead of. That New York different. time. We that still we still got it done. So <laughs> that was different. We, this is something that's important. It's important to us. It's very, very important to us and very important to the world. So shout out to everybody that love y'all. So I say that to say yes, we'll take some more questions just because yes. we want to provide as much value as possible. After this, we're going to get a nap. <laughs> from, the, from the value of the kings to White Plains, New York. Sheesh. Yep. We're kind of family. Put how much you're up this year as a result from investing in the chat, please. So for those that are new, if they still have fear, they can see and have some support that gains in the market is possible. Uh oh. All right, James, we're coming to you. Unmute yourself, please. Rick James? Rick. Rick. <laughs> Not, no, no. I think just James. 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 Hey, sure. <laughs> brothers, how are y'all? Hello, I'm Rick James. I'm Rick James. <laughs> Me and Mary. <laughs> James, what's up, man? I'm good. I'm good. Uh, I have a question for y'all. I've been reading uh, so two books have been uh, high on my list that I finished recently. Uh, the Case for Space by Robert Zubin, as well as The Future is Faster Than You Think. And they both talk about uh, converging technologies um, and how that has exponential gains, both from a business operations standpoint, as well as I'm thinking as well from a return on investment standpoint. And so I wanted to talk to you all about um, how you all think the converging technologies in space tech, climate tech and metaverse could be affecting the way our economy transforms, both in our physical earth the metaverses that are being popping up right now, as well as um, life beyond uh, Earth as well. Great question. Um, honest answer in comparison to climate tech, the metaverse is child's play. So the, the, the most transformation in our economy won't come from there. Will it have an impact? Yes. Will it be sexy? Yes. But this promise of AR and VR, everything has been around since 1960. We still don't have it at scale. Climate tech or climate technology would be the biggest industry if they can get it to work of all time. Because mm. if you look at it, Twitter, for those of us who are old enough to remember, is nothing but a remix of AOL Instant Messenger. We have not got innovation at scale the way that we were promised because capital allocators have to put their money in the projects that are going to give them a return. So innovation for the sake of innovation does not matter. But because our earth is messed up, we were talking about earlier on the show, like even reproductive rates have gone down. Fertility has gone <laughs> down because of the plastics in our food, yeah. right? And then our soils have been damaged. So now there's a reason why so many veggie or plant-based things that are popping up that are not actually plant-based are coming to fruition because we've ruined our soil. So if there's a company that can, like I said before, at scale, desalinate water out of the ocean can reverse engineer and get some of the plastics out of our uh, waterways. Bigger issue is to get some of the pharma stuff out of our waterways, which is affecting our children, uh, reproductive rates, fertility, drive. Like there's a lot of factors that are being done. Climate tech is the number one thing. If I had to tell you guys right now in 10 years, what I'm most excited about, I will put every dollar that I have and borrow $10 million if I could to get yeah heavy in the climate tech. Yeah. That's the one that we have to focus on. That, that climate tech is serious. They yeah. were just talking about 
methane gas and the amount of cows that we have and how they produce methane gas. Yep. And the fact that you just said plant-based is becoming a thing is like, oh, yeah. this all affects Everything. climate tech. Mm -hmm. uh, it's very interesting stuff. Put climate tech in chat. Hey. Oh, Shadi. <laughs> Shadi <laughs> wants to put it in chat. <laughs> yeah. And don't you guys go off and run and be like, hey, I said, no, no, you, I'm telling you. This, like, because if, okay, so let me ask you guys a question. If Twitter is worth 55 billion, what is a company worth if they can clean our airways and our waterways? Mm. Yeah. It's going to be dramatic. Like, even with Flint, mm. Flint still does not have clean water yet they just reached a settlement there did you see that that was a joke yeah. oh i forgot james is here <laughs> so the next the next question is what companies are going to be the leading in climate tech the ones that had the most money now amazon apple my and i know you guys could talk but the person with the biggest war chest wins that's why everyone wants to accumulate and amass all of it like because there's only two frontiers that you can dominate you can either go to outer space and they're going to colonize like crazy. Jeff Bezos just said the other day, at some point, <laughs> yeah, we're coming to Earth for vacation. Coming to Earth is going to be a vacation. It's a vacation. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. You guys yeah, think yeah, this yeah. is a joke. And then also, too, you have to be mindful about space exploration because then if you then go to space, there are no laws there. So now at scale, not only will you have automation, robotics, and then you're going to have a workforce that has yeah. no laws and you're going to have to work 23 hours a day. Be mindful. The second frontier is not the metaverse, it's the clean up the planet that we currently have. That's why I say it is a game inside of a game. Way out your jurisdiction, Brody. Yeah. Way out your jurisdiction. So the ones that are dominating now. <laughs> but Elon is going to make a concerted effort in that space as well. Hey, yo, real quick, I just want to say this segment was sponsored by The Dunn Language by Ian Dunlap. I appreciate you. And to all my hedge funds, <laughs> I'm not trying to overthrow anything. I'm open to partnerships. I love you guys. So I know some of you be like, how do you get this information? You must have an inside track. It just comes from studying and understanding the cycle of business. So love you guys. Uh oh, they say you're going for 81. And also, so what happens? I'm averaging 81. <laughs> Keep it what, what happens with these things also is that it's good. So when we when the pandemic first started, we said um Moderna. Yeah. Before anybody, we had a platform. It I, I we, told y'all, y'all be up. If you put ten thousand in, when I told you to get a Moderna, you should be up two hundred thousand. Yeah. Well, we said we said Moderna actually before your episode came out. We um we spoke oh, about that, that was just me and you. Yeah, it was, yeah, just, yeah. it was just me and Troy. Um, we spoke about Moderna. But long story short, how I found out about Moderna, I read an article on CNBC. It wasn't like any deep research, deep recon. It was um I read an article and they were saying that this company was was working on a vaccine, um for COVID, mm -hmm. and the company's name was Moderna. Mm -hmm. We said it on the podcast. Said hey, watch it. <laughs> keep your eye on that keep your eye on it 500 percent later so i say i say i have to say sometimes you just have to like once you know something now you just keep so all right you know keep your eye out you might hear about a new company that just pops up and they have an initiative to clean up the oceans the ocean is a big issue because there's a lot of especially when you start traveling outside of america i've been to asia i've been to africa and um the pollution in the waters um, is alarming. Terrible. It's alarming. Yeah. So water is a is a scarcity. Yeah, you might you might just randomly just read an article one day about a company that's you know partnering with another company to clean up the ocean. They're already so, working on it. If I can be very honest, a lot of you want to be rich or wealthy without doing the workload that comes with being rich and wealthy. Put yes in chat if you've been reading them five hundred pages. Watch how quiet this gets. 
So when they get rid of all these jobs, they're going to say, we gave you an immense opportunity mm -hmm. and we gave an excess amount of capital. They're going to hit you with all the technical terms really fast to say you didn't take advantage of all the printing that we did because inflation is really just an oversupply of money. And you're not able to buy enough goods. They're going to tell you crypto went up 2,200%. Stocks went up. Like, look, we were talking about real estate. I was talking to Matt on the way to Revolt. Mm -hmm. This year, real estate's up 18%. Mm -hmm. Every market, excessive gains. What usually happens after excessive gains? Excessive fall. Please take advantage of this now because you have a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. And then when this next crash happens, it's going to be worse in 2020. And it won't recover as fast. That's when you're really going to get a chance to get like Rockefeller, like kind of gains out of the market if you can hold for five or ten. Be ready. And just to put it in perspective, because he was like, yeah, when Moderna crashed, well, what do you think happened? N not but, from when I called it. But you know, when, when we called it um, on Earn Your Legion's episode, that's a fact. We called it, it was $30. And it's $234 now. Stock club members, all you guys up right now. And then also, Moderna's going to slide back to 164.28 and then bounce back up. Who is the chief principal behind that helped push Moderna to the forefront? How did that work? So, 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 yeah. So, I mean, research. no matter what it fell to, if you invested when it was $30, you're still up a dramatic. You guys got to stop buying at highs. Yeah. That's a chase at any price and like, why didn't this? I don't care what you buy. If you trade Forex, crypto, real estate, you cannot buy at the top 10% of the market and expect to have excessive gains if you're not holding for a 10 to 20 year period. Yeah. Okay. That same episode, we said this company, right? If people are going to be home, they're going to have to. What, talk to what, each other. what episode was that? That was the, it was like March 5th or something like that. We spoke about Moderna, we spoke about Zoom. At the time, it was yep. $110. It ran up to $138. Even now, it's still $263. Yeah, it's a pullback. And a lot of times- You, you got guys, it at, 100, at $102. You guys are making it too complicated. Buy the 10 best companies on earth, 10, top 10 crypto. If you're going to invest in, in real estate, top 10 markets. If you're going to angel invest, top 10 sectors, top 10 businesses, and be done. Oh. Adjust the price for stock club members when you guys got in Tesla with $70.24. It said eleven fifty nine. Shout out to Deborah when she got an AMD it was eleven. My my call, my average price for uh, AMD myself is fifteen dollars and sixty three cent. Hold moment of silence. So watch that episode. I'm gonna find that, but watch the earn your Mike, go episode. Clip up the episode he talked because <laughs> um, it was very very poignant. But um, sometimes you just have to take action, and if you don't take action, you learn from it. Next time, take action because yeah. we all make mistakes. You Every know, day, we but. Are. This is a learning experience. If you if you didn't take action, the next time an opportunity presents itself, take action. But also look, when Elon is saying, hey, Bernie, do you think I should sell some stock? He already sold the fucking stock. You have to understand like when him, Bezos, and the top hedge funds are beginning to offset some of these positions, there is a reason why. You have to realize that we are, the S&P this year probably end up 20 to 24%. That's rare. People are going to take profit. Mm -hmm. They see the slide coming. Be mindful. If you hold for two or three years or five years, you'll be good. But stop buying at these highs because then you are being used for liquidity and for capital. 20, yeah, 20% 20 is outrageous. Yeah. For the S&P. I remember when we were talking about this at the end of 2020, the projection for the S&P for 2021 was for it to hit 4,200. Yep. It was at 4,600. Yep. 
<laughs> like this is like we have to realize what's happening here. Mm-hmm. This is not normal. Take advantage of it. But again, like what Charlie said, if you didn't make sure that when the time comes, you've educated yourself so that you're ready and prepared mm-hmm. to put yourself in a position where you can actually see some appreciation. Yeah. All right. Let's get one more question before we wrap this. All right. Nikisha Clark, unmute yourself, please. Queen, how are you? Hello. How are you? Hi, Nikisha. How you doing? I'm good. I'm Nisha. I'm your leader. Um, I started with stocks, I think, in June. But um, yeah, like how y'all always say, when something's just started, wait six months. Well, I was looking at this ETF called Eats, and it's like for restaurants. And you said, do what you like to do, since I like eating. <laughs> so um, it's six months now, and it's like, I don't know if I should buy or not should buy. What should I be looking for when you're what's looking the, at a new company? Yeah, what's the ticker? What's the ticker? It's East. E-A-T-Z. T-Z, okay. I, I wouldn't touch it. I wouldn't touch it. Uh, the, the reason why, and I, I don't want to discourage you, because there are a couple of companies in that space that you probably could invest in that, that would do pretty well for you. But the reason why an ETF like that is pretty tough is because the restaurant business is a very tough business to be a part of mm-hmm. and the margins are very thin. Now in comparison, if you want to look at like Darden brands, if you go, everyone put in chat, solid one. W- what companies does Darden own? That's a solid one. Darden was at 3162 in 2020 and now it's at 137. If you wait to about 124.43, that'd be a pretty good entry for you if you're looking at Darden um, and you'll be good there. Okay, I also have a problem with executing. Like like how um y'all was talking about Moderna. I had I didn't hear it on your episode, but I did was looking at um stuff for COVID and that's how I came across um Moderna because they um I think this they have was gonna buy it or um they had put money into it. This um the government had put money into it and that's how it was into Pfizer and Moderna. And I ended up picking Moderna and I did buy some. However, I only bought like five and then I stopped. Mm -hmm. So, you know, like how you always say execute, execute, I just keep on, I put money into my portfolio. I just don't buy nothing. Well, you did buy something. And here's the, the trader's dilemma. Everybody here will understand this. Every winning trade and every winning investment, you're always like, I didn't put enough in and every losing investment trade, you're like, damn, I put too much. I should have held back. The thing that will help is to pick the number of shares that you're going to put in every investment and let that be the number that you always follow. If you want to compound, it's very simple. You can do one share, then two, then four, then eight, then 16, 32, 64, 128, 256 and build like that. And then once you only have your eyes on four to six, it becomes a lot easier to execute but most importantly all of this is tied to your goal so like what's your ultimate financial goal and once you anchor towards that you'll take the actions necessary to and listen the fear part of investing never goes away even with everything that i know every time i take a trade i'm like god please don't let this be the one that falls apart <laughs> that never goes away and, but once you lean on the data and understand if you hold for a five-year period you understand if you buy a top 20 company and you hold for five years, you have an 87.3% chance of winning. If you hold an index for 20 years, you have a 100% chance of winning. Yeah. So, so the longer you hold, the better. Yeah, and really quick, uh, Nakisha, um, I'm looking at the ETF, the ETF. It's fairly new. 
right? So it just, it, Inception was April of 2021. Mm -hmm. And so we haven't even had a year um, inside of this ETF yet. And so when we look at that, we don't really have a historical data, right? Like I'm looking at the trade value, I mean, that's, it's pretty low. So if we're looking to have growth, we're not gonna see the type of movement that we would see if we invested in some of these ETFs that have been around a lot longer. And so there are good companies inside of it, like you said, um, Domino's is in there. Yeah. Uh, I saw Chipotle's inside of there. But another one that you, I would definitely keep my eye on is Dave & Buster's, especially with things opening back up and people going back into these spaces. People are gathering um, and, and communing with each other. So I would definitely keep an eye on some of these singular positions inside that ETF because, like you said, the restaurant business is extremely, extremely difficult. But if there's a restaurant that has another piece to uh, their component of business, uh, i.e., uh dominoes with the technology or dave yeah. and busters yeah, with the arcade and yeah. come to play model um those kind of do okay so keep an eye on those type of companies um but yeah i'm glad that you found it found the etf yeah. obviously you're doing some homework yeah, you're doing Shout the work. To you. yeah the only problem is that it's a cute i wish i know you said it's going to come in time but i wish i could do more with executed i'm so afraid i'm not afraid of holding because i'm like uh um i hold on to everything i'm like throw nothing away and that's gonna be my issue with the stocks i ain't gonna know when to get out but mm -hmm. um my thing is executed i mean i'm putting the money in every pay period that's but amazing. it's just taking the the chance or believing in myself to say this is a good stock no. Or this is the time to buy because I'm also afraid to buy on the high. So it's like, is this low enough? Is this the right price? I'm always second guess. Like Tesla. Tesla was like $300 for how long? Mm -hmm. I mean, I waited, I waited, it ended up going. Then it was like $500 for how long? I waited, I waited. Now, I don't get me wrong, I got two of Tesla, but I mean, to get more yeah. is my problem. I keep on like, well, this is too high. This is not the right price. You got to wait till it get dropped. And then I missed the opportunity. If if I were to guide you, do you think it would take some of the fear around execution away? Yeah, if I could talk back to somebody, yes, I do think it will be a little bit better. But me just J on Janet, my grab own. Janet, her email, and I'll put her in stock club. Janet, can you also do her a favor and tell her who's going to be uh, doing our class on Wednesday? Lawrence Eggleton. Shout out to Lawrence. <laughs> that kid's a genius. You in, you're in the right place. Obviously, you have us here at Market Mondays, but... Wednesday's class, and, and we're very fortunate to have him come uh, the third Wednesday of every month. Shout out to our brother Lawrence, yeah. an absolute genius who will yeah. walk you through and teach you step by step to alleviate some of that fear. So you're in the right place. Yeah. Feel encouraged. Feel encouraged. Two more you guys need to Thank you so it. much. You're welcome. What's the number one restaurant company in the world? Everybody put it in chat. McDonald's is one that you should add. They're, they're number one. And then also, young brands. That, guys, go look and see who. Hey, listen, you spent some game tonight. Yo, young brands. Like, <clears> you had, you had, now, there's a, there's, <laughs> average this is true. And this is interna even in our international travel, right? There's something that you will see. There's a, a company that you will see in most international uh, countries, KFC. Yep. No matter where you go, we were in Lagos, Nigeria. There was a KFC, Kingston, Jamaica, KFC. No matter where you go, China a, has they, them everywhere too. And they are everywhere. Young brands are everywhere. Solid company. Yep. Yep. Thank you for your for your question. Greatly appreciate it. And EYL seventy five was the episode I was referring to 
which came out April 14th, 2020. It's the good thing about podcasting. It's 14? Yeah. yeah. Uh, you can archive it. So, if and, and if they came in when we told them about Club, like that was the same month. It was yeah. Like, right? like you got, yeah. And it was 297. Yeah. But we're not for the culture. So, but, yeah, but check, <laughs> check, check that episode out. Cause it's, it's still some information in that episode. I feel like a lot of stuff, even though it might be a year old, there's still information that you can actually um, gain. And, and utilize. So that was one of my favorite episodes that we did for Earn Your Leisure. Um, so check that out. Episode 75, which came out last April. Um, so yeah. Episode 70 was a classic with a Dynatech too. They, they still sleep on Franklin Dynatech. Yeah. yeah. They didn't pre- they didn't fully appreciate yeah. it. Classic should have went triple. So the second one came out. Um, tomorrow. <laughs> tomorrow is a big day for us. Our Breakfast Club interview comes out um, at eh, probably around 7 o'clock. Eastern Standard Time on audio. So it'll probably be out around eight, nine o'clock ish on YouTube. Um, the whole Market Mondays crew was in attendance, me, Troy, and Ian. And, you know, great conversation about a variety of different things from crypto to metaverse to Apple investing, all kinds of stuff. Very, very eclectic conversation. Shout out to Charlemagne. Shout out to Angela Yee, who was in the building with us. Mm-hmm. Shout out to the whole Breakfast Club family. Shout out to Eddie. Shout out to iHeart, shout out to our iHeart family, uh, shout out to Black Effect, shout out to everybody that was, you know, able to make mm-hmm. that happen for us. And um Soldier Boy. Oh yeah, Soldier Boy. Yeah. Big Draco. So tonight TV actually right now. It's, out. it's on it's TV. on TV right now. So, so after you get finished watching Market Mondays, check out Revolt. Um yeah, I'm gonna have it playing in the back. That's what I'm gonna do next time. Shout out to Revolt. <laughs> check that out. Um, Big Draco. Episode is classic. I'm telling you, I don't just throw this word classic around. It's a classic episode. After we did it, I said we got one. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, you might think that, you know, you might not take him serious. I don't know why you don't take him serious, but you should. And after this episode, you definitely going to understand that he's a business genius. And it'll be on YouTube, Revolt's YouTube channel, Thursday at three o'clock. So check that out. Tomorrow, Earn Your Leisure episode, we got my boy TJ, the millionaire mentor. Dope, dope episode, high level business conversation. Um, make sure you check that out. We talk about selling the business, we talk about growing the business, we talk about the ups and downs of entrepreneurship, all of the stuff that you might, you know, the the gritty stuff that you don't always hear about. It's not always glorified or glorified online. And um, Market Mondays Apollo, the live show, the live show will be on Black Friday at the Apollo. There's 12 tickets left. Literally. So I'm telling you, there's 12 tickets left. Get your tickets. Who's going to get the golden tickets? Get your tickets. It's going to be a legendary situation, something that people will be talking about for a very long period of time. And then Saturday is the workshop. Saturday is a workshop. They're separate. They're separate. They're not included together. They're separate. But the workshop is going to be maximum, maximum value where you're going to actually get to interact with us personally build we're going to be talking about real estate we're going to talk about crypto we're going to talk about stocks futures all of that so it'll be catered um just a good energy good vibe more of an intimate smaller crowd a couple hundred people as opposed to a couple thousand people that will be at the apollo but legendary situation both days we got the whole weekend planned so make sure you check in um and then this saturday will be uptown in dykeman for our turkey giveaway shout out to all the good folks at dykeman shout out to ep law um 11 o'clock this Saturday in Dykeman, if you're uptown, pull up on us. Um, we've been giving away turkey, giving away gift cards, giving away just, you know, all kinds of stuff. It's going to be a good a good day, a real, real good day up there. So make sure you tap in with us for that. 
And tomorrow for EYL University, my boy Lawrence is teaching a class. He Wednesday, teaches, Wednesday, Wednesday, right, Wednesday, 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 Wednesday. He's teaching a class. So okay. if you watch that crypto um, special that we did with him, you understand that the kid is very, very special, very talented. So shout out to him. Yeah. So, so yeah, that's the rundown. Yeah, for yeah. us, uh, Red Panda crypto prices will be out tomorrow. Um, I have a big announcement for you guys next week regarding that as well stock club members in 2022 crypto prices will be added for free um so i love you come out to market mondays live if you have any questions about futures trading kudos to some of you that have been hitting 100 200 300 in a month either in dream team or sniper i am proud of you we're going to dominate next year hey while we here big birthday weekend for earn your leisure happy birthday to my brother abdullah Absolutely, that's my guy. 25 years old with a bullet. Shout out to him. He's incredible. Uh, shout out to Bam. It was his birthday Bam, you yesterday. You, yeah. Shout out to Bam. And prayers up, our brother Rich. Um, welcome home. Welcome home, man. Yeah. Uh, it's been a hell of a journey, but our prayers always been with you and uh, yeah. happy to see you. Uh, your home, man. It's finally, yeah. it's finally home. So shout out to the, the McDonald family. Obviously, that's our family. Uh, love is love, man. Y'all know that. And yes, shout out to um, Atlanta. We uh, we we did buy the bar out. <laughs> Bottle Wars, new show coming. Bottle soon. Wars. There might be a part two at some point. I've been clubbing for a long time. You know, I was in clubs. When I, my brother used to be a promoter, so I was in clubs when I was like 15 years old. So I've been in clubs over 20 years, and uh, I personally never saw anything like that before. So I'm just being honest. So that was a really, you know, it wasn't planned, but it was impromptu. And um, a lot of bottles. It was a moment. It was yeah. a moment. Yeah. So shout yeah. out to Atlanta. Shout out to, to all of the, the good folks up there. Um, a lot of bottles. Yeah, a lot of bottles. Yeah. Um, and Miami, people saying that they need to plan with just be there. We got something that's extremely, extremely special planned. Oh, for Miami. baby. So um, we will announce that next Monday. <laughs> we will announce. You going to say next Monday? Next Monday. Yeah. We're going to announce next Monday <laughs> about Miami. More bombs. I'm telling you, just be there, Miami. This is something that we we haven't done an event in in Florida yet. Um, outside of our our, we actually did an event. We did a um a workout, but outside of that, we haven't done any like event in Miami. So Miami, Florida. I'm telling you, man, gonna it's going to be something that you're going to remember for years to come. Um, you know how we do, man. We do something that's just got to be epic. Yeah. That's the that's the key. Whether it's a live podcast networking event at the Ritz Carlton, in Cairo, Egypt, whether it's overlooking the now, the Apollo Theater, whether it's Invest Fest, you know, every time we just gotta just keep raising the bar. So right, yeah. Miami, we, we can't forget about y'all. We have not forgotten about y'all. And everybody that's out of town, we're gonna give you enough time because we're gonna announce it next week. Right. So buy your tickets, but more most importantly, have your outfits ready. <laughs> have your outfits ready because oh, you know you know what we do when it comes Those to fashion. Gonna be different. EYL fashion rebels. Um, have your outfits ready, please. Please, please have your outfits please. ready, um, fellas. Don't play yourself. Givenchy. It's gonna be a lot of the dress code is fly only. It's Miami. That's it's the dress vibe. code. Fly. The ladies will be out, so the fellas don't play yourself. Please, the fellas will be out, so ladies don't play yourself. Um, it's going to be. LVMH, nah, it's man. gonna be one we don't of those moments. We got our it's, own. It's we gonna, rock our own stuff. It's gonna be one of those moments, man. One of the one of those moments. Um, he's not lying. Yeah. <laughs> oh baby, when I get to shaking my head like I'm in church, 
the massive investor will be there. (laughs) It's going to be one of those moments, man. So, all right. Um, This this was enjoyable. I'm glad that we got a chance to do more. I I have one thing to say. Earners, we're starting a new book. So we'll be reviewing. Oh, yes. You going to announce next week? One Anxiety Playing Tricks on Us by Charlemagne. Who's the author? Charlemagne, Troy, you wanna? Um... I'll let you do it. No, you, you do it. You nah, do. you nah, you do it. You do it. I want to hear you do it. Go ahead, go ahead. All right, guys. So December fifth, we have Charlemagne coming in to speak to us about his book. So mm-hmm. make sure you guys start reading because uh, we want you guys ready with your questions. We're very excited for this one. So see you guys on Sunday for the first half of the book, and then December fifth oh, for the second half with the author. Pretty excited. Yes. I mean, you know, where else can that happen? Yo, right? man. EYL University. G, what up? Shout out to G. Shout out to Charlemagne. Really, really dope brother. But that's just amazing. We're reading his book and um, he's coming into the book club to actually speak about his book to the book club. So it's not every day that you get to have Charlemagne the God, a business mogul, you know, one of the top people in the game. Hall of Fame radio personality. Yeah, yeah. Come into a private group and, and speak about, you know, entrepreneurship about business about his yeah. his mental uh illness issue not only say mental illness mis- mental health health, health. health. mental yeah. health that's journey. a better word yeah. mental mental health journey um so yeah man you know we try to just yeah. we try to give you guys as much value as possible yeah. somebody keeps they asked about angela trust me we we got stuff working with angela shout out to angela shout that's, to that's the dope. homie shout out to angela yeah. he is dope but that's one of the things out. we talked about before like the people that are on top of the mountain are usually like the kindest easiest to work with yeah. like yeah, my humble brother. Like, I really like. I really like Charlemagne yeah, a lot. He's a good person. Super, super good. Shout dude. out to my guy Chad. No, we did not forget about Toronto, Canada. We made it very clear. Drake, what we doing? OVO, what we that doing? That is my favorite Noah. city in the world. Shout out to Lynn Lur. She uh, led the Canada-based earners meeting. Oh, Lynn Lur was. Shout out to Lynn. That's our girl. Shout out to Lynn. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Shout, shout out to her. Shout out to Lynn. She's dope. Shout out to everybody in Toronto, man. Really appreciate y'all. Really love y'all, and uh, we definitely gotta make our way up to Toronto soon for sure. For sure, for sure. Yeah, shout out to shout out to the Crenshaw album. I'm excited. Oh yes, shout yeah. rest in peace to Nipsey Hussle. Absolutely. First and foremost, and um, Jeezy, <laughs> definitely. That was a trap of the year. <laughs> Four years in a row. Yeah, 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 for sure. And uh, oh, let's take a let let's take a. You, can you get that tape? The nice tape. You want show it Yeah, yeah. I need I need some YouTube. <laughs> Before we leave, we need a vote. We need a vote on YouTube. We're gonna do a vote between the two. No, 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 no. Oh, uh, yeah, I saw that. This, this is the vinyl, eight-inch vinyl. Let me see this. I saw it. I just saw it. So, um, all right. So, anybody that knows me knows that you know I'm probably the biggest Nas fan in the history of the world. My son's name is Nasir, um, which automatically puts me in like the top five percent of Nas fans. So, if you know about Nas's career. You know that there was an album called It Was Written that came out in 1996. It Was Written changed my life um, and is my favorite rap album to this day. So if you're a fan of Nas and a fan of It Was Written, you know that this is the tape right here. This is the It Was Written tape. So you know what makes this tape special is that it's very rare. The tape has a song on it called silent murder and silent murder wasn't on the cd it's not on the vinyl it's not on the cd it was only on the tape which is now it would never make sense it was like people you don't give bonuses on it so but they put the bonus song on the tape so when i saw this 
it brought back so many nostalgic memories of my childhood. It was written? Yes. So I asked Troy if I could have it. And he 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 did not want to give it to me. So you're gonna take it. If you think if you think that if you think that it would be a good gesture of our friendship that he gives you, you, you know, yeah, you, you you know, you know, to me. Put, put yes how, in, you know how yes I knew he was looking at it? I saw the I was I went upstairs, I went on Instagram and like oh yeah, posted I'm, it up. I'm like, yeah. yo, what's he doing with my tape? <laughs> put 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 yes in chat if you think that it would be a good idea if you're going Jimmy Hensman your tape. This if is Troy, crazy. If this Troy is crazy. gets this. Just for me. <laughs> <laughs> said, yeah, look, it was part of the 25th anniversary of uh, it, it was written. Great album. It's actually on the album wall behind us. Yeah. And so it came with the t- I only bought it for the tape. I already have the vinyl, but it came with that. And then it came with the eight inch vinyl that has the message, which was one of the illest intros to a video. Yeah. Obviously, if, if y'all know, fan, y'all know that was the beginning of If I Rule the World. But it has the Street Dreams, the bonus verse on this one. Again, very rare. Very rare yeah. bonus verse on the street dream. So somebody said uh, dub the tape for him. Dub it, right? <laughs> dub it. <laughs> yeah, this is art. Now my story. So th- is, my story is not art. it was written. My story was Illmatic. Like when I saw Illmatic, I heard it. I saw um him for the first time. Um, I was like, this is the guy that I want to be. Like I wanted to be that guy. Like people were listening to big, but like I wanted to be Nas because I'm like, this dude is fresh, all the ladies like him. This is my favorite album. So the, y'all know it had the NAS in red, the red disc with the Columbia records on it. My favorite album of all time. We go back and forth all the time about all time. all time. My favorite album. We go back and forth about which is the best Nas album. Obviously, I'm going to say it was, it was uh, Illmatic. He says it was written. But Nas is my guy. I even try to get like the part. My barber can never get the part. Like not whoever cut Nas's hair for his career. Surgeon. It's like, yeah, that's yeah. surgery, bro. Like I could never not like, and Nas, not forget about it. Nas but. was fly. Yeah. He, oh, he still yeah. is fresh. Him he's still and, fresh. Him and, yeah, he still is. A, him and AZ, yeah. to this day, a lot of our fashion, when you see the custom velour suits, you see the, you know, a lot of shout out to Mike B, who makes our clothes. Um, a lot of that is inspired from that generation that I grew up on, which was Nas, AZ, Raekwon. Biggie, stuff like that. They just people that really drew inspiration for me on a fashion level. So Nas was always the flyest, still is the flyest. So shout out to Esco, man. It will be, a, it's going to be a monumental episode when we have Esco on. Um, One of the greatest investors of all time. Yeah, too. to talk about that has to happen, investing. Man. It's so crazy. You know, we knew him for for dressing and and rhymes, but he's now he's about money, yeah. but yeah, but now he's on some a whole other level when it level. comes to yeah, investing angel investing so it's dope to see the progression um and people that we grew up listening to so and another tidbit about this i'm a hip-hop historian i believe and co- <laughs> people can correct me if i'm wrong i'm not a hip-hop historian yeah you yeah the hip-hop historian starts at 1994 yeah, yeah, that's you know, that's know. twenty, that's thirty years. But there's hip hop before, <laughs> yeah, before that. That's but what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm still a hip hop historian. <laughs> so the um, this 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 the original it was written was actually a purple tape. A lot of people um, so Raekwon's album only built for Cuban Links. Mm-hmm. Shout shout out to Ghost and Ray. They call that album the purple tape because the first five hundred thousand copies was in purple. But a little known fact is that that wasn't the only tape that was in purple. The Nas tape was purple too. Yeah, CD. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, you know, that's back when like this. These are artworks. Now, yeah. kids nowadays have no, no idea, idea because they, like where every, you play, like where would you put that? 
And just I used to just read the inside. You remember that? And you used to write on it and just have the inside things. of this booklet is every line for every song yeah. on this album. That like when Foxy had the um Burn of Action, yeah. like I read that verse. I'm like, this she wrote this? She's 17 years old. She really wrote this? It, those days are over now. Yeah. Now you just press the button on Apple Music and it, it just reads you the lyrics. Yeah, these are these these kids will never understand. This is artwork right here, man. Like, you know, that people that, that, meant, that meant a lot. That meant a lot, man. So shout out he used to, to read the producers. Like you knew everybody who did the album, you know, like, oh, he didn't write his song. Yo, his name is really Nasir Jones. Wow. Oh, this is crazy. Now it's just Apple Music. Just, yeah, just you know, Apple Music babies. Yeah, it's different. Well, yeah. you know, everything changes over the course of time. Yeah. Ian, before we go, what's your favorite rap album of all time? Uh, Tupac? That's tough. They said Shotty put the tape in his pocket. <laughs> <laughs> um, sonically, I mean, All Eyes is my favorite. I, I argue, though, Life After Death probably is the best rap album of all time. Life at Biggie. That's, Shout that's out fair. to Biggie. Yeah. Shout that's out fair. to Biggie. That's fair. Rest in peace to Biggie Small. Definitely, that's a that's classic. Fair. That is a classic album. For that's sure. Fair. Shout out to Biggie. Yeah. Per, the um double double CD. Nobody's um, done it better. Yes, he he. No, Pop, come on, we're not gonna. No, no, nobody's done it better. <laughs> <laughs> Which one, that? No, no, no. Rest in peace to Tupac, but that Biggie, that Biggie's yeah, different. Really? Biggie different. Life after the best double CD. You know you in New York right now. You in New York right now. I do the Jersey with me. Listen, listen these orange boys be Bush all over. I made. Oh man, I said Troy. What about yeah. allies? What do you mean? What about allies? We course, love allies. We love allies. This episode of Market Mondays was brought to you by Ally, the leading financial digital service company with passionate customer service and innovative financial solutions. They're relentlessly focused on doing it right and being a trusted financial service provider to both customers and communities. Get with Ally to make the most of your money so you can save, invest. And spend on the things that matter to you most. Now, Jersey City, Patterson, rock with me, tough. <laughs> Love y'all. Brick City, what up? Yeah. I got. Oh, before we leave, Patterson, Irvington, what up? I I'm a historian, but I recognize the new rappers. <laughs> little Little Baby, Little Baby is. Don't my, do this. Little Baby is nostalgic for that a hustler era of the nineties, two thousand. But he still he still has an yes, element. Sir. Little Baby. Hold on, let me, see, let me see his face when he says this. What? I was always a little baby fan. You really gonna do this? Little baby? This is how the show normally no, no, goes. You really gonna do this? Oh, okay, go ahead. When did I, when was I not a little Bro, baby? Bro, I fan? said your baby one, baby one. You telling me though, the baby, the no, baby, duh, the baby. No, no. I said look, duh, my turn is no. on my wall, right? You see it? Duh. Because I said no. this dude is the one. Duh baby. He's okay. Duh he, baby he, is the he, new ludicrous. He's, he's, he's going through a lot. <laughs> Pray for that man. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. pray for that no, man. No, 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 pray for yeah, that yeah, whole that situation. Much. That's ugly. That's 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 no, ugly. It's ugly. It's nothing like that. No, yeah, but Dub Baby is he Dub Baby is the new that's irrelevant. Little Baby is is the greatest rapper of this generation. Yo, I said that to you. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Nah, baby, shout out I ain't even gonna say it. I ain't even gonna I almost let the cat out the bag. Okay. Shout out to to little baby. Yeah, I ain't gonna. We'll leave it there. Oh yeah, yeah. We'll leave it there. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. We'll leave it there. We'll leave it there. You don't know who I know. (laughs) Shout out to little baby. Yo, we need the sound effect bar for that. Yeah. Yeah. You don't know who I know. All right, guys. Love y'all. Market Monday is gonna be special. Come out. It's gonna be epic. Shout out little baby. Shout out future. Jacquees. We got. We're gonna take over next year. Twenty twenty two is gonna be amazing. We're gonna end this year strong. 
This going, yeah, we got a few announcements before we get out of 21, but. Jay, yeah. you going to send my verse so we can do the Mark of Mothers Live with Styles and do the verse? What are we doing, baby? You know, I love you. <laughs> Jazz, yes. we out of here. Love is love. love Call is somebody love. right now. Peace. Peace. Bye, guys. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.